Welcome to the Inglorious Bards. I'm your humble game master, Tom, and this is adventure number 880. Uh, we are excited to be coming to you live on twitch.tv slash Bards every single Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. Uh, if you're listening to us on a podcast or checking out some of our older videos, come join us live sometime and join the chat and say hi. Uh, we're also available on YouTube and on every podcast platform out there known to man. You can check out all those links on our website, Inglorious bards.com thanks again for all your support for joining us in our adventures for sure uh, right now i want to give you a quick overview of where we're at in our campaign there is an evil undead lord by the name of scordranar who has been slowly awakening from a thousand year sleep which the heroes are doing their best to defeat this undead lord wants to take over the world and swarm it with the dead right now his armies are marching on the civilized kingdoms and only the heroes stand in the way there is a second enemy that is also plaguing the world, a group of golden armored warriors by that go by the name of the Honorkrin that are also set to take over the world and invade it. The heroes are trying to find a way to defeat them at the same time. Right now, they have just teleported to beneath the city of Corindel, a city of wizards, uh, here on this island of wizardry, in an attempt to gain some allies or see what the problems are or to run into even more trouble. Uh, we will find out what happens with that tonight. Let's do a quick introduction of who our heroes are, starting with our Mouseketeer, our, yes, our Yasoki swordsman, um, who is, uh, uh, let's see, adept with the blade and very mobile in combat. Uh, uh, Sir Percy Vonsky Thunever Harris, uh, uh, protector of the King of Feon, and uh, uh, he's always uh, uh, chivalrous, as they say, is uh, saying after you and uh, other taglines like that. Great. And then we have our druid, the somewhat soft but direct-spoken Sildren, who, although a youngish man, is now the highest-rated druid, highest-rated five stars, highest-ranked uh, druid in all of the land, uh, Sildren. Yeah, Sildren, elder druid of the Varen, the occasional voice of reason and perpetually annoyed. <laughs> perfectly sitting next to him for that is Xanner, our gnome sorcerer known for his fiery bloodline magic and occasionally witty retorts and usually annoying children at all costs Perfect. And the healer in our group is our dwarf Bali, who is good with heals and good with many other types of utility magic, burning the undead away. Bali. Great. I keep watch over the group. Keep them healthy. And onward we march to our destinies. Ho! And with the group, it's normally in the front lines, sometimes skulking around in the shadows, is Palik, our halfling rogue. She is good at dealing devastating amounts of damage when the time is right. I'm here for all of your debilitating needs. <laughs> and last and certainly not least is Yaru, or is it Master Yaru? Undecided. It is Yaru, who is a panther of uh, cat folk descent, who is the monk of the group, able to perform uh, crazy uh, monk powers at range and race through the skies. 
I will uphold the tenets of the three winds. Focus, power, and balance. As long as no one steps on my tail. <laughs> and those are our heroes on our adventure here deep within the campaign. And let's get a recap of what happened last week from Jeremy. We went through the cave of the the cave of mouths, the cave of faces, uh, where we came out on the other side of the technical door and made our way past Lomtriel. We phased into a wall into a deeper cavern. This was supposed to have a ring of teleportation or some sort of a path that was going to let us get all the way down to Corindel in Azmir, way way from North Navarre, where we were at Bottom Hill at the time. However, before we got there, we encountered Honorkrin that were already there, seemed to be guarding the place. There was a giant adamantine golem. There was a soldier and a warrior who was commanding these other folks who looks like they were trying to uh, disable the gate that it seemed to be where we were getting through when we were trying to reach it. Uh, Piercy quickly dispatched a lot of them and then tried to go through the gate his own, very separated from the group uh, as the rest of us took on the fight and fought our way through. Once we defeated them, we all followed Piercy because we did not go as a group. It was seemed to be one after the other of getting ourselves into the gate. And when we made it into what we believe was Corindel, we walked into an area that had a giant sphere. There was a big gold sphere, probably about six feet across, hovering above the ground that was surrounded by a larger sphere, about 20 feet across-ish, that had some sort of a force field or a barrier that we couldn't get through. We did a lot of investigating and looked around uh, to find any sort of clues or things that we could get in, but the one thing that kept happening was Piercy was just freaking out. He was doing everything he could to stop it, but wasn't listening to reason, wasn't listening to the group, and was not participating in it, all the way down to the point where Palik had to hogtie him so that he would stop trying to break up the three statues that were there in front of this giant sphere. The statues looked familiar to us, by the way. One of them looked like uh, the Scoriel Guild ghost that we found a couple of adventures prior. And we believe that this was the remains or the remnants or at least homages to the Trinal, the three wizards that uh, were responsible for creating Scorginar and for stopping him in the first place. Anyway, we found a few rings that were there that uh, seemed to shape according to our size and... Xanner, uh, Palik, Yaru, and Sildren each put one of the rings on, like an armband that absorbed into our bodies and skin, causing us to have this drained effect, but it did allow us to pass through the force field. When we got inside that larger bubble, both Palik and Xanner were freaking out emotionally, and they were just feeling all of these waves of different levels of emotion. Some good, some bad, but everything was just tumultuously affecting us. Yaru and Sildren seemed to be unaffected by them. A couple of times we debated who was going to touch the sphere because there was nothing else that we could see that would do anything to it. We tried attacking it. We tried casting some spells at it. Nothing happened. And finally, stepping up for the group and saying his goodbyes to Shunka, Sildren reached out and touched the sphere and deactivated it. So the whole thing dropped itself down. It kind of folded in on itself into this large golden spike and fell to the ground. And right when Sildren was reaching down to pick it up, a golden shaft of light shot down into the courtyard that we are from. And literally, we stopped it right there. So that's where we left off. We're about to get killed in the future. So with that told, let the adventure begin! 
in the lower section of this underground, ruined, abandoned, basement-ish area with statues and a crazy mechanical, uh, magical uh, sphere that has been uh, removed, as we mentioned by Sildren. Uh, you heroes are gathered, um, catching your breath, still looking perhaps a bit warily at your dwarf and Yasoki uh, champions who've uh, been having some trouble, but they seem a little bit more calm now. Oh, that's right. Bully, you too. You also went crazy. Guys, that's in the recap. Go check that. Yeah. This golden shaft of light comes streaming down. This is not the first time you have seen such a shaft of light before. And from this shaft of light, you see a image of a figure appear, standing and taking shape uh, on, on the ground with you is a golden armored knight who you have seen before. It is one of the commanders of the Honorkrin, the race that live in another realm that are making their way here to your world. Second Calibrate Anire stands before you. He stands before you at the same time, but also has a very waving, uh, ethereal uh, look to him, as though he's somewhat uh, incorporeal. And he steps just slightly out of the shaft of light, uh, with looking a little um, transparent and wavy. And he looks at all of you, and there's just this moment of silence. Xanner uh, prepares to cast, like like just already has that elemental toss ready to okay. just, just cast a spell as soon as there's any motion. The Wavering Spear has been a powerful tool that appears to have come to an end. Just like your world. You yourself have been a pretty powerful tool, Anaya. <laughs> <laughs> he steps back into the shaft and goes away. Damn it. I need better material. Come on. <laughs> Pony me down there. <laughs> the next day. Oh, I should have sent this back to him. Oh, I wasn't prepared for a battle of wits, were you? <laughs> bon Mo, yeah. Second um, Calibre yeah. Denier. As I am Sildren, as you well know, and you know who the rest of us are, and you have plagued us long enough, you need to now retreat. Seek your own world, and if you do not, and leave Varen alone, once Scorginar's threat is ended, I will come to the 11th span, and I will destroy any possibility of your return to Varen, and every single Honorkrin that gets in the way of that. You have plagued our land long enough. Be gone or die. He raises an eyebrow, a respectful, hmm, eyebrow. Leek's going to step forward with those golden sashes, those bloody golden sashes. Throw them at his feet and spit on them. Or better yet, (laughs) how about you show yourself right now? Now cut that grin right off. I have learned at some pain and not to underestimate you again. But I fear you have not learned that lesson 
with me. You didn't think we would leave the wavering sphere. <laughs> you didn't think we would leave the wavering sphere so lightly guarded, did you? That you could just so easily get through a small token force to destroy it? My time with getting in your way is not quite done, Sildren, the Elder Druid. For you see, several of you are now infused with the sphere's power. Fuck. Those bands. <laughs> <laughs> Sylvan sits down. <laughs> Those bands you placed upon you that have been now infused within your body, that is raw power from my realm. The power that will slay each of you, the four of you, who've placed that upon you, one week from now, you will die. So perhaps instead of boasting, Sildren the Elder Druid, you will listen for once in your life. For what I have to tell you is, your world is ending and only the Honorkrin can save it. But there are rules. And we cannot easily make our path here. What was that message, Santa? <laughs> I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> I was waiting. That spike, he says, pointing to the spike in Sildren's yes. hand. That spike. That was contained within the sphere. It has binding magic to the power that is infused within you. And it is forced to obey laws of magic from our realm that when that spike is used, you will be released from this power that will kill you all. So here is what you will do. You will take that spike, you will strike it into the ground of one of the most powerful kingdoms you have in your world, the kingdom of Calavier. I believe there is a king or queen there of some repute. When you do so, many legions of Honorkrin will then be allowed to come through. We will take command of this city, this capital, then this kingdom, and then we will defeat this undead threat against your world. We will show our strength. We will show our compassion. And you will do this for two reasons. Because your world is gone without us. And because the only way to save your own lives is to complete this task with the spike. And so perhaps now you will not underestimate the honor crin. He steps back into the light then and fades away. The golden shaft disappears. I should have given him the message. He wasn't really here. Mm. I don't oh, think. yeah, that message. And I'm not sure exactly what would have happened, but I think there's going to be a better time for, for the mm. message from Narcadian for him. I'm not sure I believe what he just said. Of course not. 
I don't know. He seemed pretty sincere about it. He's a ass. Yeah, Rupert, the giant tool. There's no more. doubt there. Tools if, he does, on... if, if this is true about the binding of the magics and your demise in a week, I'll do what I can, but I don't know. I don't know these magics. I don't know if I'd be able to dissuade them. Uh, maybe the wizards here, they know something. We are in Azamir. And we need to speak to the wizards as it is. Uh, Bali, uh, with the realization of such a, you know, a death clock, if you will, uh, wishes to undertake some sort of examination uh, to determine if there is, in fact, a, a ticking time bomb, if you will, that will cause the destruction of these individuals. Bali sits down, starts doing some prayers, and may make a religion check after I reveal one behind-the-scenes thing that'll really get your goat. Oh. The <laughs> sphere, according to my notes from last week's adventure, only required three people with it to get it open. There were four, and you did one, you did two, and then you immediately jumped to four. thought that was kind of interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you... Dicks. <laughs> it's really a good thing there weren't like all the rings. Like all the rings we could possibly want were there. Bali, religion roll. Religion roll. Um, take that plus that is uh, 50 even. With a total Ooh. of 50 on religion. Wow. Jeez. Remember when like 24s were huge successes? Yes. With a 50 religion roll, you look inside yourself and pray to your God and you sense there is something amiss within the core essence of where the magic connects to you. Um, you still have full control of your faculties, full control over your magic, but there's something else there very subtle, uh, very hidden, and you would never have sensed it uh, did you not take this particular, were you not alerted to it and then taken this extra effort. And I don't know if it matters. I'm not one who actually donned one of the rings, so this is me examining. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Then say it. We'll say it for someone else then. Okay. Yeah. All right. I do sense something, but I don't know what. Well, as it is, we have little time to waste anyways. So regardless of the truth of it or not, we move forward. And Soldrin heads, I guess, I guess through the, the doorway? Yeah, you go to the small corridor and the doorway that had this feel of energy blocking it. There is no field anymore. Beyond that is a storage area basement with lots of wooden barrels and crates, uh, some hay to stack stuff on, uh, bags of burlap, uh, just general stores with a uh, old but well-maintained wooden staircase that leads up into some area proper. Uh, Bali takes advantage of the uh, distance between everyone and... Uh, quickly chance out uh, a spell it'd be precursors of the spell uh everyone just just a moment here i've got some some magic some wayward effects if you will that i want to deal with before we go on 
uh, and Bali casts Moment of Renewal. And again, there's that peaceful essence. There's a campfire, and we take rest for essentially a day. Uh, this will affect the drain conditions and remove them. Your outright. DM has a question. Yes. Uh, so I just want to, want to make sure you're casting a spell that puts all effects on the players to accelerate 24 hours. No, because that's what I just read. It says it does not shorten the time of active spells. It removes the ones that would naturally right, disappear. Just making sure. Yeah. I... <laughs> and you now we must fix these. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, and so, uh, so everyone heals for one day's worth of rest, uh, whatever that is for all of you. The um, drained condition for those of us with the band, though, that was a permanent effect. No, the, right? no, hip just point negative damage. five hit points. Hit point damage was permanent. Okay. Correct. Woo. That? What if we were to solve our undead problem? before this week expires. That's a long shot, but it's a long shot solving that problem in the first place. Or we go directly to the 11 span and deal with it there. How many onacron are there, though? I mean, can take a bunch, but there's legions. <laughs> How do we deal with that? Well, we're very good at sneaking around and not being noticed. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> some of us are. Master plans. Natural health regeneration. How is it calculated? Um, yeah, I think it's... Gee, I can't remember. Uh, it's constitution... I'll, I'll look it up while you I guys talk. it's constitution plus your level. But... <clears throat> I think we must first speak with the Council of Azimir. To yes. introduce ourselves, to reintroduce yourself, possibly, Sildren, but also we must send word to the great nations of this land. Now that the Wavering Sphere is defeated, hopefully their resolve has been restored. Indeed. If not, I have words for them. Uh, answer to hit points, it's your constitution modifier minimum of one. Whatever constitution modifier is times your level. So whatever that is times 18. Times, not plus. Times. Oh. Can I use my constitution for everyone? For no. Quick math. Sure. What's your constitution? <laughs> uh, it's plus four. Yep, so. that's it. All right. Done. I'll Fully do healed. quick math on my end. Seventy-two. I will tell you, I'm healed. Or I'll let you. Uh, so yeah, we're coming up out of the basement. You come up out of the basement. You find yourself in a kitchen, a nicely stocked kitchen with the latest and greatest appliances of a medieval style setting. Uh, so great pots and a big washing bin and guillotine, you know, all the stuff you need. Uh, but you, Roman there's no candles. food. There's nothing cooking. Uh, it's quiet and you don't hear any voices. There is, there are two doors. There is a thick door with some uh, cool air coming through the crack and then there is a more uh, fancy looking dark reddish door. Do we have an idea of what time of day it is? Xander goes to the... I don't even think so, no. Okay. If it was 3 o'clock in the Nexus <laughs> it'll be 5 <laughs> Yeah, I don't think the Nexus is on GMT. <laughs> 
What was Xander doing? Uh, Xander is actually going to go check the door with the cool breeze. Okay. To take a look outside and kind of determine the time of day. All right. You uh, grab on the handle. The door will not budge. Do I? Can I push? No. Can I just pull in the wrong <laughs> <laughs> Is there a locking mechanism on the door? You check. There is no locking mechanism on the door. It just seems uh, a bit quiet here. How are you feeling? Who? You. Me. You were a little crazy not Bye. that long ago. When? Remember when I had to tie you up? No. Because you were trying to kill a statue? What? Uh. I- I'm just here with the y'all. Did we win? Hmm. You don't remember? In a sense. You ran away. From the fight. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. Sir Percy Von Skeeter Lever never runs from a fight. Okay. He never von Skeeton leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Got a Skeeton go. <laughs> um. Sildren, by the way, in the kitchen finds himself a hero point from that fun speech he delivered <laughs> to him. Right. Yeah. Nice. I guess that means we're going to need lots of hero points. Can't <laughs> 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 about that easy. <laughs> yeah. Might as well just use one already. Xander detects magic. Xanner, you detect magic all around you, particularly around the door. Definitely on the other side, on that door, um, this this exterior-looking door, and uh, definitely beyond the red, dark red door. And make an Arcana roll, please. Yeah, we're going to go straight down the middle with 41. Okay, uh, with a success, you identify this as specifically because you are also an expert, a legendary expert legendary. in Azamir lore. Uh, so wow. this is his time to shine. Wow. And I think he took a feat that he is known throughout the world as like the expert Correct. of Azamir lore. <laughs> Um, you uh, legendary professional. Yeah. Someone says Azimir, and yet it's the first time he's ever been here. He's <laughs> <laughs> been reading a lot of. Yeah, books. he's just the only. That means he's the only one in Wikipedia making the <laughs> entries. Uh, Xanner, you recognize not only that there is magic, you recognize that you are within a special guild of magic right now, known as the Shifters Guild. Sorry, the Guild of Shifters. Uh, with their style of magic being making augmentations to change uh, a trait of something, particularly when there's two, uh, so you can swap the two traits of whatever those things might be. And this is this appears to be their location, like the guild house. Yep. Okay. Jeremy's voice is a little robotic. Oh, uh, let's pop the interface and turn back on. Stand by. There we go. Now we're back. All right. So how do, how do we sound now? Testing one, two, three. Jeremy. Now in the house of the shifters, the guild house. That's what I found. Sildren knocks. You knock. There is <laughs> there is no answer. Uh, Fleek will go to the other door. 
Okay. Is that locked as well? It is way? not locked. Okay. Go through it. Uh, you go through it. Oh, and I said it was dark red. It's beyond dark red. It's one of those John Wick Russian red plushy doors with the little pin type things in it. <laughs> there you see a luxuriously cozy study um, with uh, lined with books, lots of plush chairs and... Um, magical lamp sitting next to it uh, a beautiful uh, window uh, of nighttime it was asked what time of day you can see a beautiful view of a window out there uh, it looks like something where a bunch of old british guys in africa would gather or no they do in england talking about their african conquest and all that type of thing you know the those Gryffindor common yeah room or yeah something. yeah uh definitely has that vibe to it tiger is there anybody in there <laughs> <laughs> There is no, let me double check. There is no one going, no, there's no one else here. Um, there's uh, books, uh, lots of books. Uh, there are no doors that you see either. Uh, just the window, the chairs, there's a cabinet, and that's it. And there's no sounds other than the crackling of a fire, which is fully going in a fireplace. It's in the cabinet. You go over to the small cabinet, has some glass uh, in there. You open the glass little doors. You see there are glasses within there, and there are a whole bunch of different bottles of fine liquor in there. Balik, this is not an area to I'm be gonna, overly... Can I have a beverage? No. Why not? Zana, why don't you make her something? We're You're the alcohol guy. Wizard's study. I am. You do not want to drink anything in this. It may not be what you believe. Uh, this one tastes like lemons. <laughs> Xander detects magic again. Uh, Xander, you detect magic and sense as you are detecting and you go to different parts of the room. There is an invisible <laughs> object hidden between two bookcases on one wall. So it's a big bookcase, a gap, and another bookcase. And right in that gap is some sort of invisible object. Like uh, covered by an illusion, like an illusory spell, or yes. the object itself is is uh, well, either one of the two. You're not sure. Okay, uh, I think I found something. Xander's gonna go over there and try to get it, grab it. You you are able to touch some small little stand, and as you do, a metal stand about four feet high appears, and on it is a metal dial. Uh, that looks kind of old and worn, that has like um, like a single prong, like a thin arrow attached to that dial, and there are three different words uh, that it uh, that it can be moved to. One of which it currently is pointing at says secure. Another one says quiet release, and another one says uh, access. Huh. Do they have similar symbols as we've seen before? No. Where did the pedestal pop up? Is like dead center of the room? It was uh, hidden invisibly in between these two bookcases. Okay, so when I flipped whatever switch it was. You didn't flip any switch. You just touched it and felt it. And when you touched it, it made itself appear. Got it. Thank you. Uh, the dial is secure, quiet release, and access. Correct. What is it pointing to right now? Secure. It's pointing to secure. Bali is stretching out at the fireplace. <laughs> it is warm and it is cozy for sure. You see, as you're stretching out, there are all sorts of uh, 
interesting maybe kind of to you, maybe very interesting to other academics. Uh, lots of books of magic, different schools and traditions of magic, scrolls, like doctoral theses people have put together, all just crammed and stacked in here. Uh, you get the vibe that this is where uh, high members of the guild can uh, relax and uh, you know, dump all over the lower-ranking ra members of the guild. Piercer grabbed one that says, It's flat, damn it. I did not. <laughs> I'm still drinking that lemon, whatever it is. <laughs> uh, <It's a> pledge. <laughs> I think I want to turn this dial. And Xander's going to turn it to quiet release. You go to quiet release. Oh, man. Nothing happens, and then you're actually able to press in the dial, and then it gets locked into place. And as you do so, just above where this little pedestal is between the two bookcases appears, where there was just a stone wall, a metal grate that then flops down with a hole in it, uh, like a, almost like a, an air duct vent, but it's much more secure and within the wall itself. So it's a couple feet up, it's a couple feet wide and deep, and it goes and disappears. After you. Xander <laughs> uh, will start heading in. Mm. All right. We're just, we're just mm. crawling in. Are you Bruce Willis? <laughs> it's standing fully it's here for here. a reason. Yippee <laughs> Xander climbs in, Palik falls in behind him, and they go skittering down. Yeah, Percy's up there too. Yeah. And and this is what we're okay. This that, what, what we're well, I was just getting comfortable. Why are we <laughs> Yaru will go last, so he's like pushing Bali. Oh yeah, pot belly Bali. <laughs> you gotta get him in. Oh no! Come on! Oh, that feels good. Okay. <laughs> I, grab, I grab a log and start poking him with fire. That right, glutes has been giving me some troubles. <laughs> Xander, going first, you are walking through a small little cramped corridor, hearing cursing, dwarven cursing behind you in the distance. And then it suddenly goes down, 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 down at a steep angle. And you find yourself sliding and sliding and sliding and then dropping out, hitting another vent that swings up upwards for a few seconds and spills you into another room. Behind you comes the strange sound of Palik as she comes sliding down. What does that sound? <laughs> that is a weird sound. It was really weird in my ear. Yeah. <laughs> oh my and Polite comes sliding out, bangs open the vent momentarily, and lands between your legs like romancing the stone. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Need to watch that. Um. So it really is like we've been going through like air duct vents. Just one, one side. Oh, and by the way, you hear another strange sound coming right behind you as well. Start backing up. I'm hoping I get Kathleen Turner. <laughs> What's the sound, Tim? Oh. <laughs> and Piercy comes flying out, banging open the vent, and tumbling and striking a pose as he lands easily. Exactly. I, and I have panache now. <laughs> <laughs> Finish your move. Can't help it. I have panache. <laughs> Just gives himself panache. Sweet. You deserve it. <clears throat> then Sildren comes through. Uh-huh. That, and that's what he says as soon as he arrives. Very dramatically. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
And bringing up almost the rear is a Bali comes awkwardly, like there's maybe yelling and then like a stop. Oh, and then there's more don't yelling. I, I don't <laughs> pin that way. We're not, we're supposed to go one at a time, not together. It's locked from the other side. There's no air. What you're doing is voluntary, Yaru. <laughs> it started off that way, sure. <laughs> I'm falling over base. again. After the fourth time, it's not curiosity anymore. <laughs> Take my lives. That's the rule. <laughs> and Bali and Yaru also stumble out together in a big heap, uh, and you are all in this room. I should have teleported. Uh, right. Now that no one's landed on top of me, Xander wants to take a look around and see what the room looks like. Sure. This is a circular room, about 30 feet in diameter. It has a metal circle floor that takes up most of the room, and maybe the last six feet around the edge is a stone floor. So a big metal disc on the floor. Uh, you see there is a metal box attached to a wall. There is a... There are no doors. There are no windows. There is some uh, message that's inscribed magically with magic uh, lit up words on one of the walls, not far uh, from that metal box. There is a window here, a glass window, but it is just a glass window that is hovering in space, kind of in the center-ish of the room, and it's just lightly floating up and down. There is also a, uh, floating in the middle of this room, no, this one's on a pedestal, is a uh, fire, um, the magical flame that's going up. So there's little magical elements that are in this room. You see there is a blob of water also in the room with something within it. You see an, a thing of shadowy cloud that's also uh, hovering over in the room. And then you see a lantern that's also hovering in the room, giving off light. In the middle of this room also is another small little pedestal about four feet tall, three, three to four feet tall. It has a dial on there as well with a little button on part of that dial and then several words on it. And that one is visible? Yes. Um, where did we land when we came out of the vent area? Are we on the side of the room, on on the stone area, or are we like on the metal disc in the middle? Uh, you spilled out next to the lantern. Right next to the lantern. Okay. I hate this place. <laughs> Why? Nothing makes sense. Well, we just got to look around. And Xander pops up and uh, walks over to the metal box and the writing that's written on the wall. All right. We had a nice fire before, and now we don't have, you know, a fire. There's a fire right there. There's a fire right there. Well, he goes over to the lantern wherever the fire is. <laughs> no, there was a fire. There's a little closing. magical fire just in the middle Bali of the air. sets down, plops down, and just warms himself right. next to this 
floating fire. Xander, you see there are words written magically next to this uh, tall metal box. It's more like a wardrobe type metal box, uh, by the way, in shape uh, against the wall. Narnia. Uh, Xander, the words, though, are written in old Bayezrin, a very old language. I do not know if you know that language. I do know old Oh, Bayezrin. all right. Yes, I know. I know Chalorn. I've been using Chalorn for so long. My old buyer's a little rusty, but I do know it. Sometimes. All right. It reads the following. Advanced exam. You must pass through the door to complete this assessment. Understanding how to shift your world to meet your needs is key. Destruction of test materials permitted. Failing this test will lead to your harm. Harm? Charm. Yeah, I don't like the only thing I heard is harm. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was you haven't re you can't read this. Uh this is an advanced exam. It says that we must pass through the door to complete the test. Uh we can destroy materials as needed to to do that, and if we fail the test, uh it will cause us harm. Easy. So, so literally only the last word got it. Okay. okay. Oh, I used to be a teacher. All right, Xander um, goes to the pedestal. All right, Xander goes to the pedestal. The pedestal has words on it as well. The words are uh, re in relation to the different uh, items I just mentioned, of which there are six arranged in a rough hexagonal pattern. Is that a word, hexagonal? Hexagon pattern? Hexagonal. Hexagonal, thank you. Hexagonal pattern. Um. And it's the, the names, so the nouns of these different objects, but there's also an adjective uh, that's uh, connected to each of these objects that is on the dial itself. And I have a visual aid for you guys. Yay! I have a visual aid. I'll see if this translates at all to anyone checking this out on video. We'll see. It's uh, this concept here where we have our different objects. And then in the middle, we have uh, the the dial itself. I have... Oh, I was looking at the screen. I was like, where is it? <laughs> I have two of these, so maybe one on each end of the table. You guys can share in the middle somehow. We're getting so much more complicated. We get more and more puzzles now. There we go. That's what level 18 does to you. So um, you have these different uh, things at the... Uh, the dial has an arrow where it's pointing to by default, right? And um, that's uh, that's essentially, we'll just call that north for now. And what does that read? Uh, metal, metal is the adjective, uh -huh. and it's uh, pointing to the box, box. device uh, okay. that's over there. Uh, to the, what is that, like 2 o'clock position to the right of that is, what's the object? Fire. Fire. Yeah. And then the word is scalding. scalding. And then further going around the clock to like the 5 o'clock position Prison. is... Prism, cold, and that is actually the dark, shadowy cloud. You don't see anything there at all, but a dark cloud. Okay. At the six o'clock position is the lantern, and what is the adjective on the dial? Bright. Bright. And then around the eight o'clock position is key. Key. That is the uh, blob of water, about maybe two feet uh, in diameter, just floating. And then at the ten, eleven o'clock position is what? Window. Window, and that has the word of glass. glass. And that is what you see. Oh, also, Xander, when you went to the pedestal, uh, stepping on the metal disc that is on the ground that makes up the majority of the floor, the whole thing starts to vibrate slightly and has an ominous hum about 
Oh dear, okay. Um, can I step off of the pedestal? You step off and it winds down and becomes quiet. Okay. And and I was the only one on the pedestal, right? Correct. Standing around? Okay. 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 Um. Everyone sees what I see. See the pedestal. See the things. Yeah. Yes. Ace. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna do something real quick. Hold on to your butts. What? What? Xander's gonna take the center dial and oh. turn it one click clockwise. So that the word glass is now pointed at box, metal is pointed at fire, scalding is pointed at prism, cold is pointed at lantern, bright is pointed at key, and floating is pointed at window. You know, I should have made one for me. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you have? I, I just I just turned it one one dial over to see what, what happened there. there. Correct. Uh, okay, got it, and got it. Okay. All right, you uh, spin it there, and you just need to press the uh, button on the dial. There's a button. Are you sure? Careful. I don't like it. What would you want to turn it to? I don't know yet. We're trying to open the door, and there's no door that we see. Is there any door in the room, like around the edge of the wall? Negative. Okay, great. I just I want to make sure I didn't miss it in my notes. Can you just, I, I hate to ask you this, but can you describe the room one more time? Sure. Circular room. It has uh, at the 12 o'clock position against the wall is a metal box wardrobe type thing. Uh, and then we have these different objects that are around this circular area in the middle. Uh, so box, then fire, prism, a prism which is uh, actually a cloud of shadowy stuff, lantern, lantern key, key. Window, and then in the middle of this room on this disc is this um, uh, pedestal as a dial, and it has adjectives that move with the dial. Uh, please can we go up to the metal box? Okay. What happens when she touches it? You reach out to touch it with your hand. Nothing happens. You see, there are no hinges of any kind and no access. Well, it's just literally a metal. Yep. Is it a key? You said it's a wardrobe, so it's like a rectangle. Yes. And it's a t is it attached to the wall? It does not appear to be attached to the wall. Is there any, can I, just by looking without move, trying to move it, is there anything behind it? You look and see there is nothing. There's no uh, gap. So it's a cur it's curved. No, no, match the room. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, curved. Okay. So it's on the wall. And the what's the the window? The glass. How far off the wall is that? Is that floating? Jeez, maybe eight feet off the wall. And how high is it off the ground? Five feet. Single pane of glass, and it even has like a white old-fashioned house border around it, frame around it. So full on looks like a window, but you but you can't see anything through it. It's just glass on the other side, just like you can wall. see right through it. You can see right through it, but okay. it's just with it's hovering within the room. I don't know what any of that means. Can we, <laughs> can we swap? Can we exchange? Can we swap the quality, the things? Box and the key, the fire and the lantern. Can, the you mean, I, I think they're, so as I understand correctly, 
the writing that's on the pedestals is just on there. They're not like buttons or things that can be shifted around. The only thing that moves is the dial. The dial, which has the adjectives on the dial that move. But I think what Piercy is thinking of moving the actual objects. Yes. Yes. Moving them across the room. Yes. Okay. You said there's uh, some sort of magic here that uh, can maybe uh, uh, switch Rui the things. Xander will detect magic real quick. Okay. You detect magic all around you all in around so me. many different forms. What's the strongest one? Uh, alteration. Alteration magic. Okay. Where is that? Everywhere. The whole thing is all, <laughs> all, all so many spots. This skilled, the switchers are switching. Okay. So, uh, Piercy, you want to start moving things around? Is that, is that what you said? I think so. How do, how do we move some of these things, though? I don't know. Uh, Xander will go to the window and see if it's uh, if he can just push it. Does it float across the room? Does he can he carry it elsewhere? Oh, you're gonna try and move grab it the mirror and move it. Okay, move it somewhere else. All right, uh, Xander, you grab onto the mirror and the window. Sorry. The window thank you. And there is a quick movement of the disc, and a violent discharge launches out from the disc to blast you. I need you to make the most dangerous saving throw you have ever made. This will be a special type of saving throw. It is a reflex saving throw. There are any modifiers you have can apply to any items or anything like that, but there are no automatic uh, upgrades from critical fail to fail or success to critical success like that. Okay. Um, and your target number is 43. And it is also a uh, su- succeed, take half damage, critical succeed, take no damage, fail, take full damage. Uh, and full damage is three zero zero points of damage. Okay. <clears throat> Something to be aware of. Let's not move shit. That is a 13 plus a 29. That is a 42. Okay. You needed a 43. Oh, God. I'm going to hero point this. I guess. For freaking 150 points of damage versus 300 points of damage. That's an 11 instead of a 13, so I am lower now at a 41. Zap! Xander is hit and collided with some uh, amount of force damage. Uh, And not electrical, but force damage blasts Xander and sends him flying and crashing against the wall. And Xander takes 300 points of force damage and is now dying. (laughs) Bleak will run to his side. Not able to do anything. <laughs> Molly! Help fix him! He's uh, right there. He's still warming himself. Uh, um. Piercy. Piercy goes over to Xander and uses his uh, healer's gloves. Okay. To revive him a little bit at least. Um, Clear! Yeah. And those are... You've never uh, given up on anything in your life! You're not about to now! No, Piercy, he doesn't need CPR! Piercy! Was, was, was that an Abyss reference? It was! Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, I go deep with my Abyss references. I'll <laughs> <laughs> we'll um, stop there for tonight. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Thank you! Next <laughs> show I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. I can't be here.
That's 27. 27. 27. That's okay. enough to have Xander blinking. Uh, what happened about me? You lose you, the dying condition, gain the wounded one. Don't, you touched you touch the glass. You tried to move it. Don't do not do that again. I, well, I know. Scary. Yeah, yes, yes, rest here. Um, Piercy wants to go to the pedestal. How many how many hit points you got, Piercy? <laughs> he can't die, remember? <laughs> We're about to put he that just runs around. He wants to see if the the middle dial can be picked up. Removed. The dial cannot be picked up. It okay. spins it and it spins. and it does this kind of clicking sound, so it falls into position. And it looks as though once you get it into position, you just need to push the dial in as a button to make it do something. Um, does it look like ah? Does it look like the words on the dial are permanent? Are they like the words on the dial are adjectives and yeah. they are permanent. Okay. And then there are words that are on the pedestal right. that are that are locked in place, whereas the dial, the words move with it. Right. So adjectives move, the noun stays. So it doesn't look like anything on the dial or the pedestal can be uh, modified. Correct. Can the dial find a middle position? No. That's that clicking. And it gets into spot. Details. There we go. Huh. They can't all be perfect, but we should try some. Uh. I don't. I don't know how to do what I want. Well. If a key is metal, the lantern has glass, the prism could be floating, a fire is bright, the box, which is made of metal, could be cold. But the window scalding? No. I don't know. It had to be scalding at one point to make the glass. Bleak says, nowhere near that metal disc, by the way. <laughs> right at the edge, but not Stephen. You want me to try? No. You're uh grounded. Ah, <laughs> uh, I think it's only fair since I am the one that is immortal here that I tried the next one. Hope you get it right and prove your point. <laughs> <laughs> he will be insufferable. <laughs> What's the, what would be the <laughs> How would difference? that change, right? Ah. <laughs> um. Piercy's looking at the dial, looking yeah. at the objects. Just spin it. Pick like the one. Game of life. Just. It's gonna land on bankruptcy. It's gonna land on pain. Uh, oh, I'm a father again. Great. Can <laughs> what? Game of life. Oh God. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, That's we, a different uh, game. Bully casts a spell if 
Piercy is going to be yeah. doing it. Uh, Bali casts a spell on Piercy. Uh, and uh, nothing odd or unusual, just some weird random runes seem to float around you at this time. Oh, okay. Can the pedestal itself be rotated, moved? No. And Bali, if it's a leveled spell, you need to not roll a one with that curse that's on you. It's 24 hours. Is that a condition or an active spell? It's an active spell. All right. All right. Fine. Okay. Um, <clears throat> is it... Is the di- So the dial has been... Is now with pointing metal towards fire, correct? No. As soon as, oh. as soon as he let go, it rotates back into the uh, uh, box metal uh-huh. original okay. position. Is it depressed at the moment? No. Just a little sad. Anxious. Piercy then simply just pushes down on it the way it is. Piercy presses on the button. There is a click and nothing happens. The floor is still vibrating slowly with an ominous hum. Um, Bali, is that fire? Do you feel heat off that fire? It feels rather scalding. <laughs> it, it, it's it's got some heat to it, yeah. I'm not gonna move it about. No, no, no. I just wanted to see if you felt heat from it. Sometimes magical fires, they don't. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know. Is the lantern lit? It is giving off a rather large amount of bright light. And what's oh, in oh. the key? Describe the key. Oh. Uh, you look, you oh, s- you see no key. You see a blob of water just undulating. Oh, that's another abyss reference. Blob of water <laughs> undulating, and you see there is an old-fashioned looking metal key floating within this blob of water. So it is floating. Okay. That's the original position, right? Yeah. Make the water scalding! Scalding water is hot, but it also steams away! We'll put some fire on it. You're the only one that can do that. Mm. I don't want to actually affect um, these things. Like, Piercy turns the dial. Well, yeah, you, can, you as he's doing that, is there anything in the prism? The You see no prism. You the, see the, the a cloud of black. Is there any, we can't see through Cannot it? Cannot see through it. Okay. You could physically reach, though. Uh, actually, yeah, sure is, it a, <laughs> is it a magical <laughs> darkness in that cloud? Like, That's close. Yeah. Bali's going to go over to the cloud. Can he see into the cloud? You see nothing in the cloud. Make it glass! Is it because it is dark and I cannot see? It is just a shadowy blob that you cannot see. So just pressing on this part, I like this uh, Xander's part, idea. With greater dark vision, mm-hmm. I would not be able to penetrate You cannot penetrate okay. this. All right. Um, Piercy heeds Xanner's idea. Yay! <laughs> turns, uh, basically turns metal towards lanterns, so everything is Christian. at a... You're turning metal so, to lantern? Yes, so, so the box is 180 bright. degrees, I'm rotating the dial. Fire is floating, the prism is glass, the lantern is metal, the key is scalding, and the window is cold! Okay. And I... Press down. And yes. you press down. As you press down, there is a zap on a Piercy. You need to make a reflex saving throw. 43. <clears throat> 43. Uh-huh. And no oh. big adjustments. Reflex saving throw. I'm going to, before I roll, 
use Charmed Life to gain a plus two. Go for it. And plus, oh. kind of knowing this was going to happen, can I have cast Guidance on him? As sure. Well? It'll give you another plus one. Okay, so that's plus three. Plus, I have still plus one to all rolls from my blessing from Feon. That plus one would be a, we'll say, a circumstance bonus. And I don't know what Guidance, what kind of bonus. Some of these I don't think are going to stack correctly. Yeah. Uh, guidance. Because there's different categories with Pathfinder. Yeah, status, guidance, or item. status. Yeah, status. So status, status and circumstance will work. But then Tim has a third one. Let me look it up real quick. In the highest Charmed level. life. It doesn't say. It just what? it's a reaction. Attempt to saving throw. You haven't rolled yet. Stacky, stacky. Well, what's, oh, what's uh, plus, plus circumstance. Sorry. Circumstance. So, so we take the highest circumstance. Uh, so King Faeons does not kick okay. it. Okay. All right. So it's two and one. Yep. So I got plus three. Plus three. 43 is your target number. I need 43. Okay. Piercy dives out of the way. Uh, That's a 47. Is a success. Critical. Not a critical. We don't, there's no staging up on this one is what I mentioned. Yeah, he said that. Um, you take 150 right. points. There is a Yelp, I don't know, like a cat bee? <laughs> <laughs> like a Looney Tune character, apparently, with his butt on fire. And Piercy is quickly off of the metal plate, and the dial resets back to the original position. There is a follow-up zap after you get zapped, and it arcs over, and Bali takes exactly one half of that damage. Whoa. Uh, for 75 for both. Ooh, shared damage. Ooh. Yeah! I know, right? It's like coffee. <laughs> a a Xanner. Uh, yeah, you're wrong. Well, that one. That's twice. <laughs> that's twice. So one click. But the first one clicked, and it was fine, so we've got to do this multiple stepping through, right? Yes. Yeah, so it's not metal on fire. It's not metal on lantern. It's not metal on box. We only have three more options. Well, go again. Metal on key. Are you, are you trying to find a pattern in this? Or is it turn, slap, turn, slap? The fire can be bright. The prism can be floating. The lantern has glass. The key can be metal. Scalding window again. And the cold box. I think that's the way to do it. Looking in the water, um, the floating key, can we tell its design? Is it metal? Is it glass? Is it uh, copper? It looks to be a metal, uh, a wrought iron key that's floating within the water area. Yaru will step up to the pedestal and uh, hesitantly taking Xanner's advice, um, will turn the um, center cog to metal key. Metal and key. Uh, got it. Uh, there it is. Got and it. We'll prepare. You the press first. the button, Yaru. Is that correct? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> getting back up. What? Are you casting something, Wally? Uh, uh, All right, Yaru presses the button. There is a zzz, and Yaru is zapped. Reflex save forty-three. I don't like taking tests. Ooh, that's not great. That's a 41. I will use one hero point. Yeah, it's a 150 hit point hero point. Good, good wait for 
<laughs> go ahead, go ahead, roll. You're rolling. It's a lot worse. I failed. All right, <laughs> uh, you take three hundred yep. points, and Yaru is left in a puddle of fur, yeah, dying. D one for sure. Xanarcast stabilize so that you don't continue to die. All right, you are unconscious but no longer dying. You know what? There's another use for hero points we haven't done in forever. You guys remember that? Yes, to bring to one to back to stay. Oh, yeah. You burn all, one and all yeah. of your hero points, and you come back, and with our house rule, you come back with one hit point. From dying. From, From dying. dying, yeah. Step Uh Yeah, I'm down. Okay. And it resets? Yes. these out should be able to figure these out walking up to the the uh the black is 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 there any effect coming off of it is it cold it feels cold and you can hear almost like a distant snowy blizzard sound coming from it from the lantern no the prism from the, prism. From the black cloud the black cloud what kind of well, sound the prism said good blizzard blizzard but you cannot see it. It does say the destruction of test materials is permitted. Yeah, but if we destroy something that shouldn't be destroyed, we're going to screw ourselves. Xander moves... Police watching you closely. Off yeah. of the metal disc to the side of the room nearest the water. Okay. And just like Fleek said, Xander will cast Burning Hands at the water and the key to see if he might be able to steam the water away. All right. You cast Burning Hands. Your magic uh, 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 lights upon it, but it goes around it and does not seem to affect it in any way <clears throat> whatsoever. Okay. Well, that's not a thing. What if you cast fire on the flame? Like uh, on the fire fire? Xander casts fire at the fire, burning hands again. Uh, stepping on the disc to do so? No. Xander uh, casts <laughs> flame on the flame, and you do not seem to affect it in any way. Okay. <clears throat> um, Piercy. Uh, Piercy turns the dial. I've I have another idea. Percy, who has uh, all right, who's conscious? Yes. Yep. I have two hundred and one hit points. All right. Got, How many hit points does Bolly have? <laughs> no, I'm still unconscious. Bolly, can you heal her? Uh, I'm trying to cast. People are touching things. It's getting very <laughs> dicey in here. I turn. Uh, Percy turns uh, the, the dial. The metal pointing towards window. Metal pointing towards window. Okay. Uh, Bali is presently standing next to Xanner uh, and casting heal on Yaru. <laughs> <laughs> and All right, there's a heal coming to Yaru. More interestingly, though, there is Piercy, who is wounded. How many hit points does he have? 201. He has 201. 201, slightly wounded. And I you have... press. All right. Metal on window. Metal, so you're looking for metal window. Yes. All right. You press the button. There is a rumble, and the word bright lights up. Oh. 
and the black cloud over the word prism disappears. And you see where there was a black cloud is a prism. Looks like a tall eight-sided die that is bluish. And it has a little snowstorm, magical snowstorm just inside. Like the most coolest snow globe you've ever seen. And it is very cold. And then the dial rotates back to the original position. But it stays that way. It and, the, and, and the black cloud is gone. Uh-huh. Oh, Press it again. Uh, before we proceed, uh, my healing goes off uh, successfully. Uh, Yaru, you are healed Without for turning. 122. Yeah. Put it back where it was. Because no, it reset. Right. Okay. Uh, Xanner, you, you are equally hit now the prison's cold. Uh, the for an additional uh, 50 healing. Ooh, thank you. It's now what it's supposed to be. Um, but the key uh, And Yaru, you are also hit a water, with... Um, water blob at the moment. Um, a five-point region exactly over the next you did that. minute. Great. Which would be another 100-something points. Yeah, yeah, well, just do you that. You can just sit out. Oh, yeah. You, but didn't you I wasn't sure what you Just multiply that by six, so 15 by times six. 90. Point? It was already that way. Once Add 90 more. Okay. I'd say press it. You're at 212. That's a good number. This is high. Really good. <laughs> All right. So what, what are you guys doing? I say press it in the position it's in. Yeah. Oh, okay. Here we go. And Piercy, now it has reset. Metal is facing box. Okay. Piercy presses the dial in a game in the default position yes there is a click and nothing happens okay. where the shot oh you look like you were gonna say something <laughs> damn it <laughs> i i think i think if we need to do something with the key or the this uh water you're you're no wounded one Have we done cold? Did that. <coughs> yeah, Fleek will go up and turn the dial so box is floating. Glass is fire. Fire is glass. Where's metal at? Metal is mm -hmm. pointed at prism. Yes. Okay. So you're, uh, what's your goal? To disperse the water from around the key. And you're doing that with the adjective cold. Cold, is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Palik lines up cold to key with this as that water, and you're pressing the button. Yep. All right. Reflex save 43 is not necessary as the water freezes <laughs> over and becomes a solid orb of ice still suspended and floating in the air. And then the dial resets back to the normal position. Oh. Okay. Press it again. Press it in the de in yeah. The yeah. I mean, gets try the hell it. Off of the, gets the hell back onto the stone. Oh, and then Piercy presses it again in the default position. All right, you press the default position, and there's a click. Okay. <clears throat> All right, so now it's frozen.
prism with clouds. What's next? Everything is... Maybe scolding now with the key to melt the ice and leave just the key. It may turn it back to me, It is a thought. So. <laughs> when I tried it before, guy. I got zapped. Right. But things are different. Yeah. So we... Things have changed. Just, let's just verify. We've, we've had metal pointed at box, window, key, and lantern so far, correct? Yes. What's the plan? And Yaro was conscious again, I believe, now. Yeah, yeah. I have. I'm have almost back that? to full health. Uh, no, we've not done that one. Not, not done what? Because the floating window may... I don't know. Uh, Sildren's looking at pointing metal to fire. Yeah, we haven't done that yet. That was the first one we did. McKee Brights. Here she takes Sildren's hand. Nope. Lumps it down. <laughs> Die. I'm not immortal. <laughs> that was the one that got Xander's blasted. Is it? What? Which one did Xander do that got blasted? No, Xander did Metal Key, I believe. Yeah, that sounds right. I think Xander did Metal Key. Cold Box, Bright Fire, Floating Prism, Blast <coughs> Lantern. Yeah. Okay. I don't have the reflex for that, so. I thought I did. <laughs> Roll the two. <laughs> All right, so we have a prism. It's got a snow cloud inside of it. We now have a key frozen in ice. The box hasn't changed. The fire hasn't changed. The window hasn't changed. And the lantern is lit still, mm -hmm. lighting up in the room. So what would we... What else could we change to find a door? We're obviously focusing on a key because keys open doors, but we don't have no place to put a key just yet. Unless we have a place that you would put a key. Um, uh, the, the key can go in the box, yeah? No. Make the window metal? I did that one. That's the one you did? It hurt. <laughs> I feel like everything's well the key's no longer floating it was floating in water now it's not floating now it's cold is it not floating uh the key is in a spheroid of ice Mr. that is uh, slightly GM floating did describe it floating floating in the air it's i would say it's still hovering but the key was in water floating before which is where I my translation's coming from. Just that was just my thoughts. Technically, they're all floating. They're just hovering in the sky. So if we make it bright, well, 
We've done that once, right? We we tried to make the prism bright earlier. And that's what changed it. No, no. The, oh, is that what? That's what turned it into got rid of the clouds. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, I think maybe uh, uh, we make, uh, we can make the, the, the fire metal. Let's try that. That was Sildren's thought too. Cause that makes no sense. So we must do it. <laughs> Bolly prepares a healing spell. Okay. <laughs> okay. Piercy, your, put, do it. your, your goal is to make the fire metal. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. He's asking, us our, <laughs> he's asking us our intention when we step That's up to this. That's true. Thing. He does, doesn't he? As opposed Stand to by. focusing on making the lantern cold. Uh huh. Well, Stand I by. just mean he keeps saying he like he yes. said to Malik, "What do you want to? Which one do you want to do?" Right. Stand Instead by. of all of them needing to be on the right position at the same time, it just needs to be the white, the white one on the white one. The, the white one on the, the white, white? Yeah, the white one has to be the right one, as it, it always is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just curious, is all I'm saying. Um, no, that's a good observation. Stops yeah. from pressing the dial. Yes. Turns the dial back the opposite way so that metal is pointing towards window. Metal, okay. While looking at the fire. And the intention... The, the energy that Piercy's putting out is making the fire cold. Okay, so you have the dial set metal to window with your intention to make the fire cold. Correct. Okay, and you press the button. Yes. All right. Zap! And Piercy is zapped. Make a reflex save 43, go! All right. Big save, big save, big save. Uh, I'm using Charmed Life again because it's a reflex. Bolly is kind of... Right, and the... Guidance is on there. <laughs> Okay, so I Why isn't guidance. guidance once an hour? Uh, oh, maybe. Yeah, I think there's a limit. It's, oh, it's not a, like a... But my yeah, temporarily isn't. immune for one hour, yeah. Well, that is out the window. So All it's right. a plus two... No, actually, you wouldn't and the, the thing on blessing kick in <clears throat> and cover... Well, I have... Charmed Life is a reaction, it's the so same. I can, uh, I can reuse it. Yeah. So. Go for it. There you go. I rolled a 19 plus 36. That's, what, 55? Plenty. And you take only half. That's a critical. Da oh, 55 is no damage. Yes. Nice. With incredible still speed. takes half. <laughs> <laughs> well, Whoa, the, hey, I know you, your tricks. No, now. the You're mathematical problem was you divide it into zero. So oh, that yeah. just doesn't compute. <laughs> it took a billion to <laughs> Error, error. Yeah. I'm now a fighter. What the hell? <laughs> You get off uh, the pedestal, a big zap happens, and you take no damage. Uh, Sildren wonders how many shifting adepts have failed and perished in this test. Plenty, <laughs> I'm sure. Them up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they just That's... evaporate. They <laughs> There's no thing. Yeah. That's a visceral janitor uh, yeah. job there. Oh, come on. So the two things that Metal have not pointed to, if I'm correct, are fire... Yes. And prism. Yes. Is that right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, no, we did that one because the key no. was cold. Right? Well, Didn't yes, we make the key we did, cold we did do that one. with the metal pointed at the prism? So we just need to point it at oh. the fire. 
just saying that was the first one. Okay, I'll, I'll try it. Please. So, Palik, you're you're stepping up. Yep. And your intent is to put metal and fire together, correct? Say that your intention is to make the <laughs> the, My intention is to solve this riddle. <laughs> uh, I'd like to solve, please. Uh, my intention is to make the lantern. Since the lantern cold. Okay. Uh, you lantern. do that dial. You make sure Piercy's away. And Palik, you press the button. Yeah. All right. Zap! And there's a huge, incredible force. 43 reflex save. Palik. Uh, I rolled five. I'm going to use a uh, hero point. 43 is the goal. Yeah. You take, take 150. half damage, 150 points of damage. Why does he keep asking us that question if it doesn't? And he the, wants to throw you off. The it, dial resets. It's literally been on every point now. Yes, but, but I think our intention is what matters. And again, I think if we would do scolding on the key and melt the ice, it would free the key. The, okay. The, uh, well, the water your was money where your mouth the is. The water was in a glass bowl before. No. It was just, it was just in a just water orb, orb, orb of water. Yeah. Now it's a frozen orb. Now if we do, but I am much better at effects that affect the mind and the will. Okay. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> but you need to give me a little bit I of help this. right now, because uh, I'm not feeling great. Or some one of you, one of the two of you. Can I aid in this in any way? Brace. <laughs> like, <laughs> just looking for a heel. How much a are you sure? Big, big one. How much are you sure? More short? than a hundred points. All right, I will cast a six-level heel. There you go. On Palik. Horrible roll. He's not gonna make Eleven. Nope. Twenty-three. I see the look in his eyes. Eight times six. That's not nearly enough dice. Hold on. You want to see a hundred? Yes. Well, eight times six. Oh, he gets out his briefcase. I'm back after school. I'll show you a hundred. Eighty. I've got level three heels. I've got level four heels. But think. How many hit points do you have? One twenty-nine. Mm. Please oh, get, oh. get out of the way. No, I'll do it. Hold on. <laughs> Actually, you, no, I, you don't I got have this. 129. Xander pulls out the wand of overflowing you light. Have, okay. <laughs> you have 59. No, I had 49. He just gave me 80. 80. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, good. Xander, you're healing some more? I am. All right, uh, more importantly, Pleak, you're pressing a button, right? Yep. And what are you putting? What's going on I with the dial? Xander. I'm gonna move. They said it, guys. They said it. <laughs> like in front of us. They actually said Metal the key falls from her heart. I'm gonna I'm gonna move scolding to the key. Okay. So your intent That's is that intent. metal is going to lantern. No. My intent is scolding <laughs> is going to the key. Okay. Just making sure. My intent is scolding is going to the key. All right. I will press the button. Malik presses the button. <laughs> Twenty more points of health to you. Thank you. Taking so you. 149. Oh, God, why? Why? I'm going to do a greater staff of healing. I never knew there was a cock heal. tease of healing before. <laughs> Hold oh, on. Oh, my God. Felix, like, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Don't stop. Don't stop, Sam. Yeah. 
Some real uh, edging going on 40, right now. Another 40 with the greater yeah. staff of healing. As always, Sildren finishes her off. <laughs> Pulling out every stop in the book. Oh, yeah, I have a staff. Here you go. Well, what happens? Oh, okay. So Scolding <laughs> to key. You press that, and then there is and the ice melts away. A key is suspended and then clatters to the floor. All right. And the dial resets back to its original position. So the key is no longer floating. Correct. Is there anywhere in the room that looks like it has a keyhole that would fit the key that's now on the ground? Bleak's gonna go up to the key, pick it up. Bleak has the key, you take no damage. Anything remarkable about it? Feels a little chilly. You see no keyhole, children. Make a nature roll. That's oh, weird. I to take the prison. There's Three a roll. moose standing in the room. Uh, 49. Um, the abominable snowman comes into the room. <laughs> How's this? Never mind. <laughs> With a 49. What? <laughs> wow. Yeah. You see nothing. That's weird. Wait, what? what? Guys, have, we, have we done Cold Lantern yet? Have yes. We, we have. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was the one that zapped uh, Xander at the but, time. Yeah. Intent is important intent here. Intent is important. <clears throat> what was the intent when we did that one? No idea. Was that we kind of fucked up the first Was like, that metal fire? I think that was metal fire. What if we make yeah. the box glass? I like that. That sounds good. Yeah. Want me to do it? I'll do it. You, you, <laughs> hey, if you got the balls, babe. We'll go up and, <laughs> and put the key back where she found it. On the ground. On the ground. Okay. And then I like that. move glass <clears throat> to the box, and that's my intent. All right, so your intent is to put metal to fire. No, my intent is... To put glass to the box. To the box, all right? And then you're going to press the button? Yep. Doom. Bum. Without hesitation, she presses the button and the metal turns to glass and it is a box, tall wardrobe-ish box of glass, beyond of which you see a curved steel door with a keyhole. Teamwork, baby. Okay. Wow. Break that glass. We're doing, oh, I'm ready. Doing something. I hope it's sugar glass. Where's my stunt team? (laughs) Why are you looking at me? Fake Asian actor, (laughs) the stunt guy coming in, way more buff and much shorter, (laughs) but only from behind. Actually, break the glass. Break that glass. (laughs) Yeah, Percy will pull out a short sword and whack at the glass. All right, Uh, and Yaru was punching away as well, I believe. Uh, Yeah, uh, unless we're. No, go right ahead. Yaru was intent on it. Yeah, go ahead. Yaru. All right, as Yaru something this time. <laughs> as Yaru and Piercy attack the glass, the glass actually shatters in multiple pieces and falls to the ground. Amazing. Don't, don't get zapped or anything? The key will go into the keyhole. You slip it in with ease. In turn. It clicks. <laughs> And open the door. The door opens. The, the door open. opens. Palik will walk right through. Palik walks through. You walk into the foyer of the guild. 
Uh, you see it's a large opening. It's got some spiral staircases that go up. There are several other doors. There is no one around. Very, very quiet. There is a big set of double tall double doors um, with an iron pedestal next to it. Right. Writing on that pedestal? There is writing on the wall next to the pedestal. The pedestal has no dial. It has but a single button. Do you and speak do you speak old Bizerin? Not even close. So what what do you think it reads then? <laughs> Children should push push this button. <laughs> it's funny it mentions you by name. Uh, yeah. Anything else of note in the room? It's just a real fine, nice. Uh, like you the rest of the you see some scene. stone busts on stone pedestals of uh, famous men and women. None of which mean anything to you. It's nope. not a bag of gold lying around or no fancy <laughs> weapons. No. Xander, <laughs> what's to say? Xander walks up to the pedestal. Uh, on the wall behind the pedestal next to this big double door, it reads, As you enter the guild hall to learn and practice, you must shift. And as you leave our guild hall, you must shift back to reality. Um, it says to leave, we must shift and... Would you repeat that, please? As you enter the guild hall to learn and practice, you must shift. And as you leave our guild hall, you must shift back to reality. Got Eminem going through my head Jump now. Jump back to reality. Yeah. All right, so it says that we were supposed to shift to come in, and then we need to shift to get back to reality. We just shifted a lot of things to, to make them what they were or what they weren't. Is there anything else in the room? Uh, everything I described. Uh, Shift forms, maybe? Uh, double staircase, uh, statues of people, um, and several other doors. There's this button and here. And big, big iron doors. Magic cookie button dispensing button. <laughs> Where do I put my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> More cookies! <laughs> and they just crumble out of his mouth like Cookie Monster, <laughs> never actually eating them. See, it's poor Cookie. It's, it's the curse uh. of whatever it is. Um. Okay, so Xander will go uh, detect magic near the doors. You detect magic uh, at the doors and at the pedestal. That is are there names on the pedestals? Uh, or, or no, no, no. Sorry. Are there names on the busts? There are, but they are of no use to oh, yeah. you. What kind of magic do I detect? Alteration on the pedestal and on the door. It's some form of very high lock. Level two. two. <laughs> <laughs> Blows Bolly's mind. I sense a two. These go more than two. <laughs> it can't be a three. So shifting, like some of us can shift forms. What else can we shift? Um, Piercy walks over to one of the busts and sees if it's movable at all. Uh, it is not. Okay. Unless you want to make a big athletics roll. No. Okay. We could just push, push the, the button. button. Be my guest. Pass. 
Xander pushes the button. All right, Xander presses the button. There's a little magical uh, swirling effect, and the door you uh, see open up slightly, as though it's unlocked and just moved in like a foot or so, and you can see night uh, stars, fresh air, and then an energy zaps between Xander and Sildren and uh, Piercy and Yaru and Palik and Bali <laughs> as all of you are the same, but ever so slightly different. And I need you to pass all your character sheets to the right. One player, please. What? Whoa! <laughs> do I do my accent or <laughs> You play Palik to the absolute best of your ability. To the right or to the left? To the right. So, and the button is locked down in place, by the way. <laughs> so the part of Xander will be played by Chris. The part of Sildren the Druid will be played by Tim. The part of Piercy von Skeetenlever will be played by Alistair. The part of Master Yara will be played by Seth. The part of Pleek will be played by Bali and the uh, by Christopher, sorry, and the part of Bali will be played by Jeremy, as all of you start talking and everything just seems slightly off. You know there's something wrong, but you don't quite know what it is. So, I feel about the same size. Are we in... We keep our same voices and everything, right? Are we in our bodies? Like, like it's no, no. Xander and Sildren's body. You are, you, you are Xander. You are exactly Xander, just played by Chris. This is a weird... You are the exact character. It is just slightly off in some way. You know okay. something has shifted. And we will take our break there. And we will so be right back and see what happens. We'll be back in a bit. With the heroes stepping out of the Guild of Shifters, everyone is slightly askew. Uh, Xander is still Xander. Knows all of Xander's memories. Eee! Has all of his spells, is Xander in every way. However, he's just played by Chris. Every character has been rotated one space at our table. We will see what kind of disaster this turns into. You step out of this guild and into the city of Corindel. This is in the southwest continent or section of Varen on a massive island known as Azamir. Azamir is made of two main sections, ah, save in three main sections. It has the grand, uh, uh, or the huge massive forest that covers almost this entire huge island. It's hundreds of miles uh, along. Uh, this forest is home to some nasty constructs and strange magical beasts that come out of the studies and misfortunes of the wizards of the city. The northern section of the forest, though, is the most uh, re revered forest in all of Varenne, where the uh, druid enclaves uh, rest, do their work, commune with nature, and do a lot of their training. Uh, and that's where Sildren is from. The third element of Azmir, the most important of all, is the city of Corindel. This is the most magical, it is the ma most magical place on earth. <laughs> it is the magic kingdom of uh, a huge uh, city of wizards, sorcerers, alchemists, uh, every type of legal wizardry that they have. As you step out of this guild, you see the most beautiful, splendid, and well-thought-out city you have ever laid eyes upon. It is a city that is tucked away in, a, in the bay 
of uh, Azamir onto the uh, Canmaray Ocean. <clears throat> the city itself is made up of two sections. The first area is where you are at, is dozens and dozens and dozens of small islands of rock that are almost dripping rock as the rock has been uprooted that are up off the water. Anywhere from 30 feet to 100 feet. And there are tons of them. Some of them have bright, bushy, bright green grass on them. Uh, and they all are just floating over the bay. Upon these items are buildings. Uh, tall buildings, uh, well-designed architecture building. There's a lot of domed buildings that have uh, a light within the dome part that then comes through the, the, the layered domed uh, architecture. Uh, it is nighttime currently. There are magical lights throughout the city. Um, there is not a cacophony of uh, people and hawkers and bad smells that you might get from the city of Mirskan. Uh, this is orderly and beautiful. It's as though like Willy Wonka was a wizard and just made like the best wizard place uh, that there is. There are also gardens that are on some of these floating aisles that look beautiful, amazing plants, some of which you haven't seen before, some of which move against the wind a little bit. Some are made up of impossibly colored trees Trees. Some of the trees give off a luminescent light in this nighttime. Um, and then all of these different aisles are, appear to be linked together by bridges, bridges that are invisible. You can see like the stanchions or whatever you would call the posts of where the bridge starts. And then you see, say, a, a, a couple uh, walking across the bridge that is invisible and it lights up just before they take their steps and the light fades a few steps behind them. So they're always walking on these little pads of light as the bridge takes shape. And you see that happening at these different tiers and different levels. So one island might be at 20 feet above the ocean. Another might be at 100 feet. So a third story building or something like a fifth story building might connect to the floor of another island. And it has this beauty, um, uh, a great deal of beauty to it. That's the section you're in. That's the section over the bay. Uh, you can smell the water. You can um, uh, feel the breeze. It's a warm nightish breeze. There is another section of the city, and that is the a smaller section on the land itself. Um, and it's not far away. And it is made up of a tight cluster of impressively tall spires. Um, a crude approximation is Thor's, what is it, Asgard? Um, just that tight cluster of tall type buildings. Uh, these are spindly towers, uh, spires that are held together by impossible architecture. So uh, supporting beams that are way too thin or curved or angled. Um, it is... Of note that that entire, that there's a bridge, another invisible bridge you can see that connects the two. So you can see the two starting posts on the closest most, closest most island to it. And then there are two more posts on the uh, land section of the city. But most importantly is a pale green dome of magic that completely encases the uh, land section of the city. Uh, Xanner, being an expert, a legendary uh, master mm -hmm. of Azimir. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's me. I looked at Jeremy, too. <laughs> I looked right at Jeremy. Uh, you know that uh, this is not something you've ever seen before or heard of before, a uh, dome over the city at all. This is new! In addition... <laughs> by the way, gain, gain a hero point for roleplay. No, um... <laughs> 
<laughs> In addition, you see there is another pale green dome on a island uh, far too, not far, but miles out from the city to the north. That is a proper island in the water. It's just a small dome, maybe 200 feet in diameter. To and the that, north? To the north. Just outside of the, your island section is a actual island, small tiny island in the water way to the north. And in all of no, my... No, no, no. This is in the, still in the Bay of Corindal. Oh, okay. And in all of my vast lore of Azmir, as Xan, I don't know what this is. That little island? Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, around you guys, you can see three items of note, three locations of note. You see there is a general store uh, that is labeled uh, Cribbins Fine Store. There is a tavern that has all sorts of uh, bluish crystals with giving off some beautiful light. Um, the tavern's name is The Crystal Light. And... Because <laughs> we believe in you. <laughs> well, there goes the barkeep's first joke. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and then there is a stable that is housing some strange serpentine drake-like creatures. It is nighttime. There are... What's the name of the stable? Uh, it has no name. Uh, it is nighttime. There are uh, people walking about uh, occasionally, but it's very quiet and very relaxed right now. Well, lesser bards, <laughs> welcome to Azimir. <laughs> Follow me. Says Sildren. <laughs> so insulting. <laughs> uh, which way are we going? <laughs> I don't care as long as there's a fire. This way. I'm cold. I'm we hungry. will go to... The tavern. Sildren leads to the tavern. After uh, you. This is, I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Everything laid bare. <laughs> you head into the tavern. The tavern is a immaculate, well-kept tavern. There's a small little stage with a lady playing a harp that is just floating off of off the ground a little bit. The notes sound just enchanting in your ears. There's multiple uh, incense-like smells, but no incense burning uh, as you enter different parts from the doorway to a table. The, the tables and chairs are very white alabaster and very smooth, uh, look extremely heavy, but move instantly and gently as though they're weightless when you move them. And then above each table is uh, are more of these uh, blue crystals that are arranged uh, kind of angled down, maybe four or five at a time as like a little chandelier, but just suspended above the table and slowly rotating. There are about a dozen people in here. There is a bartender in a circular bar in the center of the room as well. Um, it's again, smells great, sounds great, beautiful. You, Some of you just feel out of place. Does anybody else in the tavern look like they're uh, out of place and they're uh, freaking out like the rest of us? No. Okay. No one else looks out of place, Yaru. Uh, and you do get a couple looks. Sildren walks up to the bar. All right. Um, makes some small talk, tosses a few coins. and. What is that small talk? You <laughs> can't hear it. It's just, he's just it's talking to the bartender as if he knows him. And um, common three wins collect collects a tray of drinks to bring back to the table. All right. Oh, good. What'd you get to me? 
Oh, oh, and Sildren, how much did you tip him? You need to write that down in your character sheet. Oh, oh yeah. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about this. Yeah, Sildren tipped him uh, three gold. Okay. Three gold. It's been a long time. You guys remember when we used to have silver? My friend. I mean, I don't have anything. It's... Keep the drinks flowing. <laughs> like, all gifts are from the Stone Father. <laughs> <laughs> I approve. Sildren <laughs> <laughs> walks back with some drinks. <laughs> For my fellows, a proper welcome to Azamir. Uh, to Hanks. You've been here before. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, entertain us. <laughs> when was uh, the last time you were here, Sildren? It's been quite some time. The wizards and the queen of Clivier, they assigned me to some duties to uh, banish Rainus originally. Wasn't that Callie and Vero? Yes. <laughs> About 77 adventures ago. <laughs> <laughs> It has been some time since I've been back to my home. Uh, Calif- yeah, Cali and Varro, easy to get them confused. See <laughs> <laughs> him take a point of damage. <laughs> <laughs> and what is Shunka doing? Is Shunka out of your wolf pocket? Yeah, Shunka is just out. Shunka um... keeps walking back to, <laughs> to, to Xanner. Chris is Xanner. Confused. Uh-huh. Sniffing. <laughs> They're doing that thing at the end of Air Bud, like, come yeah. here, come here, no, come here, come here. Yeah, yeah. It's really gonna, Like, is in between yeah. her and Sildren, not knowing which way to go. Well, it's nice that you're here. What do we do now? Well, I believe now that we are here, we need to find the wizards. The guild will have the answers that we are are looking for. But where do we go? Oh, I and are we going to see them in the middle of the night? I know the way. Of course I know the way. How do you know the way? I know everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be one of those podcasts. <laughs> Not doing the voice. <laughs> 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 Yeah, this is going to turn into that therapy session. We go, oh. go ahead and use the voice if you're going to be oh, yeah, so at least taunting. I'm not elder druid. <laughs> Yaru kills himself. What are you going to do? What are you going to do, Alistair? Just jump off the bridge. I don't know. Don't make me do it, Alistair. I will kill myself. Nice new sword. <laughs> be a shame if that could toss in the ocean. This backpack is so heavy. Who even uh, Xanner, you also uh, go over to the bartender. I'm going to hobnob. Uh, hobnob with the bartender. And uh, you start talking with him, and he says, uh, So you're uh, new to the city. I haven't seen you before. Yeah, I've been waiting a long time to get here, though. I know. I've, I've been learning all about it. It seems there's an excitement in your eye like you've been waiting forever and ever. And now that you're here, things are a little different. They sure are. <laughs> 
Why didn't you tell him the whole story? <laughs> I'm not sure I know where to start. <laughs> the beginning is fine. <laughs> oh, God. That would have been a hero point ready. <laughs> he says, well, uh, yeah, I see you pointing at some of these. Uh, this is the one I think uh, your astute eye uh, would definitely be interested in. It's called Fizzy Suds. Ooh, Fizzy Suds. Uh, and uh, he gets you a bottle of that, and he says, but that'll be 10 gold. It does not come cheaply. You know Fizzy Suds is a great drink that can instantly get you drunk. And oh. if you oh, no. say the... <laughs> And if you say the uh, magical phrase, dust in my veins, it removes all the effect and you're instantly ready to go. Oh, wow. That sounds fun. And it's like a bubbly Sprite champagne type light. Very, very light. I've got uh, fizzy suds and uh, bowls of meat globes, each of them 10 gold. Meat globes? You sound like Marge. I, I'm sorry to say, yeah, I know. I'm sorry to apologize. I'm sorry. Oh, homie. <laughs> Felika's <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, there stroking Xander's head. That, that, that's, that's that's pretty expensive. I take two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Piercy, you can instantly you are instantly drunk. <laughs> yes, in my wains. And you're instantly not drunk. Oh, I thought that wouldn't work. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping that wouldn't work. <laughs> Short, shortest buzz I was ever. really hoping that would It's the heavy work. accent. It won't actually activate. Uh, the... <laughs> yeah, good luck finding who's going to lead this yeah. party. The uh, harpist then stops and says, thank you. There's some applause. And she says, and straight from Amir Scan, we give you tonight's entertainment. Oh, no. Jesto uh, the yeah. silly jester. <laughs> you see from a side door comes the saddest looking clown type jester you've ever seen. He's got the little pronged hat with bells that even jingle sadly as he enters. His head is down. His feet do little sad squeaky noises as he walks in. He's looking down at the ground, just mumbling. just, oh, I'm going to do this thing. I don't know. He walks across and he takes the small little stage. As soon as he gets upon the stage, his entire face changes and he lifts his head and goes, hey, hey I'm just, oh, the silly jester. Hey, welcome everyone uh, to the, the, what is that? The crystal light. I'm so glad to be here. I've got some funny funnies for you. Who's ready for some jokes? Oh. I'm going to go ahead and see it. <laughs> he says, I've got a couple of jokes for you. Here's, here's joke number one. How does a penguin build its house? What's a penguin? <laughs> he looks. <laughs> he kind of recognizes Xana a little bit. He knows, maybe. He knows the heckle. <laughs> <laughs> Same heckle I did in Merskull. I gotta find a place with a more diverse ecosystem. <laughs> I said, how does a penguin build its house? Igloos it together. Igloos. <laughs> I'm not drunk enough. <laughs> now, now I'm only familiar with 25 letters of the alphabet. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. No, that's a good one that's very funny. Say it again. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the jester here? It's me, Jesto. I'll do the jesting. 
now, 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 back, back. He starts looking at actual notes on his hands to get the next joke. Ah, how many tickles can an octopus take? Ten tickles. Ten tickles. Ten. I I don't know why I'm laughing. Tough crowd. Um... (laughs) Hey, I see we got uh, some sort of dog over here in the audience tonight. Uh, what do you call a canine magician? A canine magician, you know what you call it? You call it a labracadabrador. <laughs> labracadabra. <laughs> labracadabra. Um, cylinder in hand, Shunka. Cylinder <laughs> <laughs> in hand, Shunka, a small pouch with some coins in it. And Shunka takes it up to the stage and drops it in front of uh, Jesto's feet and then just snarls and stares at him. Okay. <laughs> he uh, reaches the coins, backs away from the coins from the snarling and backs further away. All right, I'll wrap it up. I got two more quick jokes here then. Um, uh, what did the socks say to the pants? The socks say to the pants. He grins, looks across. Sup, riches? Thank you. Thank you. That's, that's too good. Give him some more money. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll take the test for sure. And uh, uh, the last one for the night, uh, ladies and germs. Uh, what do you call a fish with one eye? Mm-hmm. No, no, sorry, no eye. No eyes. It, it's Good try. Good, good effort. I've been Jesto, the silly jester. Woo! Ooh, and he grabs the coins and then lowers his head sadly and starts squeaking. But I hate that this job. What a and he walks off. Remember when he used to be happy? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard or have seen Jesto before. And I don't like to again. When, um, would children know where to find the Wizards of Azimuth? Make a society roll. That's more of a sorcerer. <laughs> 30. Uh, no. Okay. I bet I do. Xander knows exactly where. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as Alistair mentioned, uh, you could literally just throw a rock and hit a wizard. Uh, if you're looking for any leadership types, smaller guilds are located here on this side, but the main guilds, there are three major guilds that make up something called the Assembly, are on the land side that has that uh, green dome around it. We gotta go to the dome. It's where the Assembly is. It's where all the big wizards are. What are we gonna do when we get there? We're gonna talk to some big wizards. Hey, if, if you knew that's why we go here first. We need a drink. Fair so, enough. Well, I, I mean, I knew where I was going. We have obviously we're following been through Silver. a lot, and we're not our best selves tonight. I say we rest, and in the morning we will mm-hmm. seek the wisdom of the wizards. I don't like that you asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to remind you all that the longer we rest, the closer to death most of us are. So I'd say that we should make sure that we get this done as soon as possible. Get ourselves as normal as possible and unshifted, perhaps. I like how you said the most of us, and you're not the one that's going to die. I still keep track of everyone's health points. <laughs> <laughs> I'm responsible for healing. Fair enough. And I don't want to die, so let's go. <sighs> 
Well, I cannot. Get out of this shit pot. <laughs> <laughs> Unnecessary cursing. Check. <laughs> I like the nod of approval. Yeah. <laughs> you get to keep her. <laughs> I was hoping we'd have a little pillow talk between Yeah, Zander. I'm waiting. <laughs> Sexual innuendo is next on my list. Bleak <laughs> bingo. Um, very well. And Tim, what's it like being the voice of reason for once? <laughs> really weird. <laughs> I'm really out of my elements. <laughs> Xanner, lead the way. All right, let's go. Woo! <laughs> Bolly, hurry up. Sally's a, Bolly's a munchkin all of a sudden from Wizard of Oz. He's yeah. got the Harlem strut going on. I'm, I'm up for it. I've never felt so lively. <laughs> it's almost yeah, like I Zan. finally care. Xanner <laughs> uh, heads out with the group in tow, quickly quaffing the last of their drinks and shoving meat globes into their mouth. Mm, you, meat globe. You head out. Taste the prairie of the Ironlands. <laughs> you head out. Uh, and are make your way across the ocean off uh, over a little invisible island to a small garden. There are beautiful little flowers, uh, some of which uh, even Sildren hasn't seen before. They appear to be magical creations. They're beautiful at night. Some of them really become very vibrant and colorful. You cross another island and uh, pass a uh, series of clothing shops and uh, a metalwork shop uh, dealing with fine, uh, uh, more devices and gadgets type things. Uh, they are uh, currently closed, uh, but again, it's nighttime and you see some more people walking by. They nod, very relaxed, not a large population either. And you make your way from island to island until you come across a large gap from all these collections of islands, a large gap of perhaps a mile um, to the land itself where the other part, other half of the city is located with the magical dome around it. You take your first step, Xander was leading, and you don't fall into the ocean and you, the, the bridge lights up underfoot as you walk and the rest of the group follows. And again, trailing behind you, this light fades. So you're just almost walking on this little movable section of light going across this ocean. The water is dark and the air is a little cool now as you make your way uh, northwest towards the city. You get closer and closer to the dome and Xander, the small... Level 18 gnome sorcerer stands before this big... Did you say lovely teen sorcerer? Level, level 18. 18. <laughs> no, you need to clean your search cache is what you need to do. It's not his. It's, it's Jeremy. Uh, you stand before this big dome. Open sesame. Nothing happens. <laughs> Sildren steps forward and knocks on the door. <clears throat> You knock. It is solid, and there is nothing to be seen. On the other side of the dome is half a mile of open ocean. You assume the other half of this bridge, and then the, the rest of the city. But the dome is there, and it comes down and cuts through this invisible bridge and then down into the water. 
Excuse me. Xanner, my young friend. Do you have any knowledge of how to get through? I don't. This is new. Make an Azimir lore roll. Oh, sweet. Where's my Azimir lore? Second time ever. And I'm not <laughs> even fucking rolling. Azimir lore. All right. There we go. Mm, 39. You can spend a hero point on that. You can do better than 39. 39? Mm-hmm. Uh, with a 39, you have heard of some form of protection for the city that involves a dome. Uh, but that's all you've heard of. Is there anybody else around? No, you're on this bridge that's empty. And just walking into it doesn't, like, you can't yeah, just keep di- walking. What, what's the diameter of the, the dome? Massive. Uh, like miles and miles and miles. Uh, not miles and miles, but probably five to eight miles. This is still a big dome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sildren, do you have any spells you might look at that might dispel this or let us in in some sort of way? Huh? Sildren. <laughs> Should have given you guys like Olympic scorecards so you can hold up. These are all your spells that you're memorized. Oh. And the X's are ones you've already cast. Ah. You're kind of low. Yeah. Didn't we spend a night? <coughs> or no? Nope. No. Oh. Nope, we have not. Just cast the first spell that's on there. See what happens. Well, Horrid wilting. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what happens. Sildren casts... Chris seems concerned. Life spell! Sildren casts guidance on him to can, can, guidance cantrip okay. on himself. And then... Um, looking over nods. Yes, no. Wants to do a society roll. Because there's ha- there have been other there are other domes in in Azmir and in in the city of Corindel, so he he must have some knowledge. At least. I saw one with my low light vision, way off in the distance. So. So what are you looking for? Um, a, how to how to how to get into for Sildren? All right, domes, yeah. make a society roll, and you get a plus one guidance bonus. That's a. Uh, 36. 36. You have no idea. I was never privy to going into the domes before. I'm afraid I do not have the answer. So it's solid or we can see through? Well, someone's got to know. What about that uh, accomplice that you had here? The, what what do you call it? Calavier? What's her name? Kelly and Veru. Cal, she's mean. Right, her. How, how do you get? <laughs> how do you get a hold of her? Is she inside? Can she open Kellyan the door for us? Kelly and is one to find us when there is need. Does she have like can, a that phone? Can Polik check the uh, the entrance here or the passage and see if there might be a way for slipping through with just natural ability if there's you look you touch you prod there is no way through this barrier this is stupid (laughs) (laughs) that's not on point um sildren steps back from the group and kneels down closes his eyes okay in prayer make a, a perception roll uh 40 or higher Nah, 42 or higher. Almost impossible. Okay. 
That is not, uh, that's not a 42, it's a 4. I'm going to use a hero point. It's a good use of it. Now that's a 3. Okay. Don't worry <laughs> so, about it. Keep yep. going. What were you saying? You're kneeling down? Yeah. Um, praying to... Whom? My God. What's your Kath? Okay. (laughs) 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 He says Carahel. What's up, Kath? You instantly smoted. Um, just seeking some sort of. So you're not an elder druid anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Seeking some sort of favor uh, or uh, serendipity. Make a religion roll. All right. Are you serious? Plus six? Yeah, it's plus two over here, buddy. Soldier's not particularly religious. No, make it a nature roll. Two real bad skills. Yeah. All right, nature. Okay, yeah, nature. A little better. better. Yeah, it's a nature. There we go. That's a, uh, yeah, a 51. 51. Uh, You say that, you see some swirling of water beneath you, and you see there are three dolphins that are uh, swimming. In the water, a hundred feet further back from you. Okay. But they're kind of making noises to get your attention. Okay. Um, Sildrian opens his eyes and looks towards the dolphins and turns back to the group. This way. And um, the dolphins are below the ridge in the water. They're in the water about 80 feet you're 80 feet above on this uh-huh. invisible bridge. So they're uh, 80 feet down, 100 feet back, and just offset from the where you would be on the bridge. I believe these dolphins will provide us the answers we seek. And how do I feel about riding dolphins? <laughs> <clears throat> Not great, but you feel great about flying. Um, Sildren walks to where above where the dolphins are. All right. And looks down. And um, he can talk with animals or something? Sort of. What's that one? Uh, That would be wild empathy, sir. And uses wild empathy, so he uses diplomacy. You have a connection with creatures in the natural world and allows you to communicate with them on a rudimentary level. You can use diplomacy to make an impression on animals and to make very simple requests of them. In most cases, wild animals will give you some time to make your case. All right, what kind of impression and simple request? Um, I want to give a friendly impression. Go for it. And the request is... No, no. what's your friendly impression? Um. <laughs> it's of children. <laughs> Hello, my friends. I am Grandmaster Wizard. Children. <laughs> you don't. That's you a don't different. Even know that's in the, that's title. in south. That's in southern Varen. The Grandmaster Wizard. That's not what he is. Come on, say the words. Say the words. I am Elder Druid. Children <laughs> of Azimir, and I beseech your help. God, my rolls suck. Um, it's a 26. With diplomacy? Yeah. And what do you ask of them? Um, we we require help to find the... Uh, what was what was the name of the Wizard Guild? Puzzles he's got. Dolphin speaking. <laughs> <laughs> That's critical weakness. Dolphin diplomacy? <laughs> Horrible. The assembly. 
What was your request? We seek audience with the assembly. All right. Is the- he asking if we can get through the dome? I think so. The dolphins uh, just uh, uh, circle around and don't make any response. Whatever dolphin. Is that a dolphin? Or is that Mars Attacks? There you go. Thank you. I believe they want us to follow them. Into the water? You first. Okay. Piercy will step over the ledge. <laughs> Piercy steps over and is, it, is do you actually step over? Do you keep trying? Like the the light just keeps catching you. <laughs> damn it! Damn it! Damn it. Where does the bridge end? Bridge of safety. Bridge of suicide prevention. <laughs> and I'm Pier- aiming for like I guess if they're going in a circle, I'm uh-huh. going like into the circle. Piercy dives feet first. Feet first. Feet first. Very important. Uh, l- jumps down and splashes into the water, and down you go. Um, make a perception roll. Okay. That's a natural twenty. Wow! Nice. Uh, uh, Forty-four. Total. Good timing. You see. 50 feet below on the surface of the bay, a small stone structure that has a eerie green light coming out of it that matches the light of the dome. 50 feet below the surface of the water. Yep. And then you rise back up and catch your breath. (coughs) And the dolphins, one of them comes and bumps its head up against your back and uh, the other two swim off. Uh, What do you want? It bumps up against you again. Uh, bumps up against you again and is rubbing its lower section against you. Yeah. <laughs> it is a rape dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> There's the episode There's name. The <laughs> uh... <laughs> They'll take us off iTunes <laughs> podcast service. Piercy's accent, it's R E E P. It's a rape dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> And then the, the, the dolphin goes away. Uh, yeah, he's just waving. There is a light down here. I think I can help with this. We, is, is it underwater? Yes. All right, hang on. Obviously. I need to download an app. <laughs> I need to find a, a spell for you. <laughs> what are you looking for? Maybe Chris can help you. Uh, water, breathing. water breathing. Breathe underwater. Yes. What do you need? need how, how many people can you get? This is all in Bolly's head. <laughs> 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 it's Jarvis. <laughs> this is what's normally going on. What was that? Uh, so we want to breathe underwater. Can what? I do it with everyone? Uh, no. They have and to be within thirty feet of you. Capability because you are not rested. You're not rested. I'm fine. I feel. Like <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> always rested. You've got about um, six spells to your name presently. Oh. And those are nope. pre-selected Nothing. spells. Right. Do you, do you have those written down somewhere? I do. Great. But water breathing is not one of them. Water breathing, uh, water breathing or, is, but it was used. Okay, so it's not. It's not there. Right, can't be used. It's not available. <clears throat> well, I, I can't get you underwater. Sorry, but you'll have to do it on your own. Xander should be fine. Um, can I have changed it to a flip to gain panache off of that die? No, nope, too late. Too late. <laughs> um, because I forgot that was a thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, fifty feet. I, I will take the risk and take a 
I have four, what is, what is it, like 11 bulk yes. worth of space in my face for breathing room. I'm going to suck in as much air as possible in my uh, one bulk. my uh, pouch here. Not 11. My mouth pouch. Okay. Um, one bulk worth of air, and I will go down 50 feet towards the light. All right. Uh, now, there's a reason Piercy has never done that before, and it's a matter of buoyancy. It starts to cause problems. Oh, <laughs> That's hilarious. You just see Piercy's muzzle. I know. And he's swimming as hard as he can down, and nothing works. In that case, I'll blow air out and go faster through the water, down through the water. No. you got to lose your balance there, yeah. Chief. Um, I, I guess, uh, does how far can I get with regular breath swimming 50 feet is the question. What is a jelly shark? Doing down there, floundering about. Palik will dive in. Palik dives in. I have a question about my inventory. Mm -hmm. What is a jellied shark? I think it it provides some health, maybe. Maybe. If it's anything to do with water, we're going to figure it out. (laughs) I don't think it is. I think you're looking for gillyweed or something. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) anything at this point. Silvan has breath control, so he um, just takes a... Little breath of air and does a, a swan dive down. Okay, dives down and yep. down he goes. Yep. Can we do a uh, lady in? Was that movie Lady in the Water? Whatever we exchange air underwater. The breath sure. of water or whatever. Taste of water. Children's going down. Uh, Polik is going down. Police going down. She has a breathing ring or and something. Piercy's like just like no, she's holding her breath. Oh, okay. Piercy's just like pointing at the light, like down there, scuba dive gestures. You know. Okay. Oh, yes. Hmm. Xander can turn into one. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what, what's her elemental, if I, if I recall? Mm. One time. This is so great. <laughs> We're all just Bali's helping <laughs> Xander with his own skills. Yaru, you know, Pierce is helping Yaru. Xander's going to see how it all plays out. Um, <laughs> his friends dive As off. Xander does. <laughs> the Xander way, yeah. really. Caution. Does oh, every- you're right. And Xander leaps in. Does everyone have a, po- a zero or higher constitution modifier? Spell slot and yes. zero or higher. Zero or higher constitution yes. modifier. Yes. yes. Then you can make it down safely. It's a matter of coming back. <laughs> uh, you're able to hold your breaths and swim down this group from a far wide shot. You just see our heroes going down, swimming down, down and down in this night bay uh, towards this. Uh, maybe 50 foot wide by 40 foot rectangular-ish stone structure. There is a doorway uh, onto it that is open, exposed to the water, and has this pale green light coming through it. Who was first? Piercy? No. No. Or or Sildren, right? Yeah. Whoever's fastest. Sildren. Sildren, you arrive first, and as you swim into this building, you fall awkwardly and are in uh, a breathable airspace. (sighs) The water is held back somehow. Well, that was lovely. And then the rest of the group uh, comes through, each of them falling slightly awkwardly, except for Piercy, who lands with a grin. (laughs) Hey, Inside this room uh, are several signs, metal signs that are bolted uh, to a wall. There are three corridors that go slanted down, uh, each of them very dark from this room, and they appear to go down under the sea floor. 
There are n and you see no source of the light either. And what do the signs say? The signs read, <clears throat> warning, another sign reads, strictly forbidden to be in the field generator chambers. Another sign reads, enter at your own risk. And the last sign reads, extreme danger ahead. And do all three... <laughs> Tunnels. This looks like fun. Yeah. <laughs> Do they all go this? Are they parallel? Are they are they radiating out in different directions? All, like they're spikes? all dark. They all go parallel. Um, the corridor, the left corridor, has the sound of a grinding machine in the distance. Uh, then that sound stops. And then it starts up again. Mm -hmm. That stops. Uh, the middle corridor has three lights in the darkness, glowing brighter. And the right corridor has an electric static charge. Uh, that ebbs and flows, zzz, zzz, like that. Like a like a bug zapper. Yeah. Gotcha. What were the four signs again? Uh, warning: strictly forbidden to be in the field generator chambers. Enter at your own risk. Extreme danger ahead. <clears throat> Enter at your own risk. Xander wouldn't ask. No, Xander wouldn't. <laughs> uh, Xander? Uh, Xander make an Azimir lore roll. Um... 49. With a 49, you know that the power of magic within Corndell is extreme uh, within all of Varen, uh, and these signs are not to be taken lightly. We should pay attention to these signs. But all of them say the same thing. Don't go here. Don't go there. Well, this one just says it's risky. At your own risk. I'll give you risky. Yeah, you will. <laughs> Check. <laughs> uh, Yaru will head down enter at your own risk. Uh, no, the signs are, oh, are they're not. Just all, okay. They're all. They're uh, not connected to each corridor. Oh. And what were the effects? There was zapping on the right. Left or... corridor has the sound of a grinding machine in the distance uh, at the end of this corridor uh, <clears throat> that stops and then starts up again. The middle corridor has three lights in the darkness glowing brighter. The right corridor has an electric static charge that ebbs and flows. We could go back and I could ask around if we can get into the dome somehow. Somebody's got to know. Were you not the one that said we don't have time? I said we don't have time to wait overnight, but I can ask real quick. People seem to like me. I know a lot about Azimir. I have great skills. It would be hard for me to get back up. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> we faced more various, more. We've, we faced. I, <laughs> <laughs> You're so hard. We, we faced more adverse decisions than this. I'd like to point out that I'm very tired. In ourselves as a group. Yeah. That's true. Whoa. And we all just came out of an area that 
zapped the bejesus out of many of us. Or the Baketh. And these signs, they're pretty serious. The wizards don't play around. If we might get zapped again. Do you hear the static? If we go forward, we just should proceed with extreme caution. I would listen to Bolly. He sounds like he knows what he's talking about. Malik <laughs> would not say that. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> this one? <laughs> would Warren Navigator come into play at all in this knowing, situation? Knowing what I know about the magic of Azimir, I would tend to stay with the mechanical devices that it appears are in the left tunnel. All right, I'm worried about anything more zapping. Stay away from the zapping. The non-magic device might be our best option. You want to go left? It's not how Percy sounds. <laughs> uh, uh, Palik wants to check the uh, corridor where the grinding of the gears are. Yep. And uh, start focusing down there. I'm going to check down here. Okay. Uh, yeah, you hear that uh, grinding noise. It sounds not without me. Sounds like a uh, like a ticking, a tick 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 tick, and then grinding is something that's not quite right, and then it stops, and it sounds far away, like a couple hundred feet echoing down this corridor, which means it's separate from the others. Then something doesn't sound right. It sounds broken down here. Maybe it's something we can fix. Uh, I doubt the wizards want us playing with their stuff. We gotta pick one so way. So let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> but Molly said we should rest. <laughs> I said nothing of the kind. <laughs> I said that we are a wee bit tired of what we have, but we also have an essence of time. There is obviously a time limit. We want to get out of here and fix our problem as soon as we can then let us make haste <laughs> that's totally a children line can you somehow shoehorn in a little column a a little column b as well that would make me very happy <laughs> and children begins to walk down the first children's walking down the left corridor yeah the correct? left corridor Cautiously, um, trying to be stealthy. Um, <laughs> Up against the wall. Up against the wall. Up against the wall. Using perception to detect traps <laughs> with with night vision. <laughs> All right. Sildren, <laughs> you carefully make your way down this corridor. Everyone watches as Belique he's right behind him, going. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly. Uh, as you make your way down, Sildren, uh, you are looking for trouble. You don't see anything. Uh, make a perception roll. Perception. Ooh, that's a 42. With a 42, you sense a buildup of uh, sounding of an energy of a... And a huge blast of energy comes flying out, directly hits you, absorbs straight into you a tremendous amount of energy protecting uh, this system and this city. Strikes Sildren, and uh, Sildren the Elder Druid is struck dead. What? Dead? How many points was it? 
un, un, unsubstantiated amount of points, beyond amount of points. Wait. 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 Told you. Wait. 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 <laughs> I, I might have a reaction somewhere. That meow. I think I heard a meow. I think I heard a meow. What happened? <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, uh, Yaru will. Uh, and, uh, What's Yaru doing? Is there a saving throw? No. The, uh, an ally remains conscious at one hit point, but wounded conditions still increases by one? Uh, no, this is straight death. What? What's the full text of the thing? Uh, <laughs> You're dead. Uh, <laughs> this would be Bolly's purview then. Uh, yeah, I, yes. Uh, Bolly, uh, can you help me remind whether the spells and the reactions? Oh, are? wait. Yeah, no. No? Yeah, no. I'll put my phone down. So, what happens, what happens mm. right now is one of the, um, the Aeon Stones that Sildren has had the entire time. <laughs> turns like takes in the excess of that magic um turns gray and falls into dust and sildren is not dead Malik, you're pulling his dead body out in shock back into the main area, and then he just starts blinking and coming back to life chris gain a hero point (laughs) that puts me at four what uh what are sildren's hit points uh, we'll say one. Yeah, yeah, because okay. it doesn't. It 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 just prevents me on a, on on death, when I would normally death. die, mm. and it's taken eighty sessions to get there. Wow. Yeah. And then give uh Bali a wounded so. level uh to Sildren. Sildren still lives. <laughs> give Bali. A wounded level to Sildren. Bali, give Sildren a oh, okay. wounded level. Do you, do you have... Yeah, yeah, I'm wounded. One. Oh, can I get your uh, get marker? What are you? Oh. And that's for a reason. All right. <coughs> Sildren, you are alive. Wow. The group is stunned. Amazing oh, my God. Do I don't believe in? What are you? <laughs> I <laughs> told you it was foolish. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, Christopher's killing this. <laughs> How are you still alive? I don't care. You're with me now. Uh, and uh, drags Sildren back. Sildren's on his feet. We don't go into this room anymore. Whoa. So I'm you want to go? Need to prepare anything for that. Go ask around town or something, like I said. <clears throat> huh, Sildren, you dummy. <laughs> Uh, you look like you're worse for wear. I should probably heal you. Some, uh, do I, do I need to stab him? <laughs> you can. And that would At the require one him point. to roll a D8 before. Yeah, that would be really bad. That would be really bad. Probably not the right one. <clears throat> All right, I'll try something else. He's a dying fool. Uh, right you, have, uh, <laughs> you have, uh, five healing spells remaining. Right, I will. I will cast a heal. A heal on children. On children. You guys are still in this underwater chamber. 
The left corridor continues to make that grinding, clicking noise, starting and stopping. Middle corridor has three lights in the darkness glowing brighter, and the right corridor has an electric static charge that ebbs and flows. We have discovered that the left corridor is not the correct one. <laughs> I think all <laughs> of them are <laughs> going to be just as deadly. That might be my inner Bali talking. <laughs> And it might be my inner children talking, but I believe that too. <laughs> Xander tries really hard to convince children not to go in another one. <laughs> no way that. Oh, great. I think I should have done that since I cannot die. <laughs> <laughs> I need to put a theory to to, to the test. (laughs) I believe we need to seek knowledge that we do not yet have. I agree. I will actually give a hint to... You guys have your own notes, though, right? Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm taking a gamble here. I will give a hint to... I'm going to choose one of you. I'm going to choose Chris. Look at your earliest notes. Early. Do you still have them? Not with me, no. Never mind. Let's, Let's head back to where we were and inquire as to how we get to this domed part of the city. Yeah, I can find that out. No problem. People like me. I can also help you with the hobnobbing. Sounds good. Let's hobnob. All right. So I guess we're going to swim back out, go back up. How do we go back up? Yeah, good question. Same way we got down here. We (laughs) swim our asses off. Well, that we how, how jumped far, off an 80-foot bridge, so... How far do we have to swim to get to shore? Uh, a mile. No, half mile, sorry. Uh, yeah. Doesn't someone mile. have a boat? Yep. <laughs> that would be Polique. Don't look at me. That would be Polique. <laughs> I have a boat! In your bag of holding. Uh, I have a bag of holding? <laughs> <laughs> I have a bag of... Holy shit! Uh... Polique, uh, while we get up to the water's surface... You all swim up, catch your breath on the surface of the night ocean. And unfurl this boat. You flip open a boat like some sort of inflatable emergency raft, and out comes this... um, I've got a corn hat I can put on. This craft with three uh, distraught ghosts upon it. And they all appear, and you guys clamber aboard and are making your way back towards the Isle City part, yes? Yes. All right. Also, I do have a moving castle. I know time is of the essence, but if we need to (laughs) sleep. Yeah. If you you need to sleep and I need to meditate, that is a possibility. All right, you guys make your way back to the city, and uh, what are you doing? I'm going to hobnob around to find out how to get into the domed uh, area. Okay. And Master Yaru will uh, assist him. You guys can make a... You can make a society or uh, make a society roll, yeah. 37. 40? 
with the best of the information, Master Yaru, after talking with several people for a couple hours, an hour, uh, an hour or so, you're able to get some information, and the most you can get is information you already have, and that there is a master control room for the generator that is hidden uh, somewhere in the bay, and that there is a master controller who controls it all. But they know nothing. Nobody comes in and out of the dome. No. Oh, uh, and the dome was uh, put up uh, several weeks ago. Uh, some infighting within the assembly, some big concerns, but no one knows exactly what it was about. I believe we have found the control room, but the controller is who we seek. Well, how do we find him? Maybe that middle corridor? But I don't want anybody else to die. <clears throat> this is where I come in. Tim's <laughs> <laughs> starting to sweat a little bit. <laughs> All this shit talking's gonna come back at you. Listen, if I gotta hear Most this Yaru. Tom makes episodes for us. This is an episode for Tom. Yep. Um. Come on, Seldon, you're supposed to know this stuff. For a control room, for the... We're not finding anything amongst the lesser wizards on this side of the city. If there's nothing else that we can do, we should probably find a place to rest. Regain our health and our strength. Is that dome that is in the middle of the bridge that goes to the other... To the main islands? Does that dome... Uh, can we go around it in the water? Well, it's, yeah, it's a it's several mile wide dome but over we, the city. Over the city? Just over the the city that's on the land. Can anyone have episode okay, okay. six notes? Mm, yeah. That's where I'm... Like adventure six or like session Episode six. six. The only thing I'm seeing that makes me say that is the words Callie and Vero in my notes. That might be before Sildren joined. That was probably when... Um, he just said earliest notes. He didn't yeah. say anything about Sildren. I assume it would have been Sildren's. Chris, check your earliest notes. If we cannot find the controller controller needs to find us jester the jester how do we make that happen and is that a good idea are we trying to get their attention in a bad way so they'll zap us more how do we make it known mr elder druids that we need their help we must rest as it is, perhaps we rest in the control room. It sounds like there needs to be some repair done in the generator area. He must be returning eventually. What other choice do we have? 
Well, I'd like a bed. We can go down another corridor. A little more cautiously this time. I can detect magic. No, 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 no. That's not how you do that. Says Jeremy. It's a good try. Four out of ten. What do you want to do? We need to head back. Yeah. Or answer below the water. Yeah. Hey, in that case. That's six. That's. Hit me with math 18. That's. That another 14. Six. What are you doing? I'm, I'm casting the heal. Oh, okay. On, on children. So you guys are making You're your way. <laughs> You're making your way back to the generator area? Yeah. All right, you go back out over the bridge. It's getting uh, late into the it's morning time, still dark. We punch in the GPS coordinates. Uh, and you dive off the bridge and swim on down, and you are wet and back in the generator area of that uh, uh, small stone uh, building with the three uh, passages. Pierce is kicking a dolphin off of him as he comes through. Yeah. <laughs> now do 50 to someone else. And fifty more to Wilson's hits. Children uh, has one hit point. You've got. Oh, that's that's who it was going to. Sorry, children. Oh. One hundred and twenty-seven. Xanner has one hundred seventeen. Is anyone else weaker than that? Do that. Do that. And more fifty more to Xanner. Uh, we rest. I say we rest. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So we're in like a. Mud room before three corridors. Correct. Sure. We're going to sleep for eight hours. Yes. We're going to sleep until the controller gets there. Or the air I, runs I out. Mean, they're... Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty big assumption. Yeah, this is a lot of what Pearson uh, wants to do. While they're setting up for resting and whatnot, uh, Polik would like to, uh, uh, what's it called? It's very cool. Uh, reconstruct the scene. Nice. And see if there's been activity, movement down here, and uh, who men, who, how many, and any any clues as to what kind of movement down here would be going. On. Sure, I can just tell you right off the bat. You can sense there has been a disturbance uh, of wet footprints that look like a small humanoid goblinish creature. Uh, in this area, but you cannot tell which corridor, unfortunately. Damn. No, 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 no. I found goblin prints. You detect magic uh, at the doorway that's keeping the water at bay, but that's it. Okay. It looks like somebody was dragged away here <laughs> moments ago. All right, you guys rest for the night. Get back all your hit points then. You get back all your resources, spells, and the like. You also lose uh, some conditions. I think everyone had a drain that goes away. I and wounded. And a wounded level uh, one each goes away. That was already gone. No, I had another one. The, the wounded's go, but uh, no. the drains did things. Oh, drain's already gone. All right. You guys wake up the next day refreshed. It is weird seeing sunlight come in through this uh, warbling wall of water and knowing there's an ocean above you. No one has come or gone while someone's been on guard the entire time. Uh, you feel fresh, but nowhere closer to your goal of through this magic 
uh, dome. I say we go down the middle corridor with the lights. <clears throat> it is risky. They're all going to be risky. We found that out already. And Yaru will start heading down cautiously. <laughs> Yaru, you're heading down a corridor? Mm -hmm. Which corridor are you corridor heading down? With the three lights. Okay. Yaru takes the first few steps going cautious and cautiously. Um, before we get too far. <laughs> before he dies. Sildren um, wants to use activate his headband of inspired wisdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, once per day, he can, when considering a course of action, I get a gut feeling about whether it's a good idea. It's the augury the, spell. I the, effect, the effects of an augury spell. Good call. <laughs> Maybe don't do that is all the spell does. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's like, yes, do that, or no, don't do that. And so, yeah, Sildren like... yeah. wants to get uh, a gut feeling on if we should go down the middle corridor or not. All right, I make a flat check is what I do on that spell. Um, and it, uh, which one, the middle one? Yes. The results will be good. Okay. Um, <laughs> I believe that Keth is, will bless our steps down this pathway. All right. Well, I don't trust Keth. And um, Balik is is going to be scouring that hall for traps and whatnot and checking <laughs> checking the route. Okay, please check it. Level two locks. Uh, my question, though, is who is first? <laughs> Palik is going first. Palik, checking for traps. Make a perception roll. As you get a little further and you're approaching the spot where Sildren got equivalent in this corridor. Oh, okay. Perception roll. Like I'm not trying to do the uh, the same thing. Uh, 30, 43, 43 is the number. Uh, you see nothing unusual other than the fact that you have gone way farther than Sildren has towards this control room corridor thing. Right. And you keep going, and you keep going. I wave for them to come up. And the group comes and follows, and you go down this corridor. The three lights fade away and open up into another room uh, about 150 feet down. Opens up into another chamber. This is a chamber about the size of a large house. It has tons of magical dials and levers all over multiple walls, easily a hundred of them, none of them labeled. They look like those crazy old U-boat uh, uh, pictures, if you've ever seen those, with bazillions of dials and stuff on there. Um, there uh, is a door to a small room uh, off to the side that's open, uh, but in here is a strange, awkward, crooked-shouldered homunculus standing here. Uh, and it says, oh, hello, welcome. Peepa die. Uh, Peepa die. <laughs> You're not supposed to be here. Well, we have to, we have to be here. We have to come in. We are and... here in order to speak <laughs> with the assembly. How's it feel, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> 
We are the defenders of Ren. We have urgent business that will ultimately decide the fate of the world. We must speak with the wizards of the assembly. Ooh, sounds important! <laughs> yes. Is it possible that you can get us into the city so that we can speak to them? No, I can't! There must be a way. Elder do it. Palika's looking around doing? the room for uh, <laughs> anything valuable. All right, Palika's scanning a room. <laughs> uh, Piercy is looking for maybe like the, either, if not the biggest knob, uh, kind of centering in the room. Uh, yeah. That's a competition, um, my yes, friend. That's another uh, episode <laughs> right. title. Um, but anything that might look, um, look like he... Uh, the goblin creature is maybe close to kind of protecting, encaged, and the anything, red button any, underneath. Yeah, the, uh, like an obvious the, uh, big red button yeah. type of. <laughs> All right, you're keeping your eye out for that. Um, the goblin is watching you uh, closely, Piercy. I uh, don't no touching the the buttons. Only only uh, my master can touch the buttons. I will bite you if you try to. And where is your master? He's nearby. Can you summon him for us? Because you want in? He doesn't like strangers. Because I am the elder druid, Sildren. Fine, fine, fine. You stay here, and I'll go get the master. Walks away. Oh, please let him put on an outfit. He just, he just left. Where is he going? He goes like, is he supposed to do that? Piercy, <laughs> do not touch These anything. Knobs. <laughs> Hello. What Mas are you doing in this chamber? We seek entrance into the city so that we can speak with the assembly. Prove to me you are truly defenders of the world. How would you like us to do that? Yes. Oh, I mean, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I can regale you with stories of our heroics. I can show you the scars that we've suffered at the hands of our enemies defending this realm. I can plead to Keth to give you divine knowledge and understanding of who we are. Only you know what will be convincing if you will tell us how we can show you. Fine. Make me something tasty to eat right now. S something Whoa. tasty what? to eat right now. Uh, it's, it's, hey, what kind of tasty are you looking for? Don't keep the master waiting. Make it tasty. Make it tasty. Right. Who has the... the um? The, the thing from the early level? Yeah, the, with the scent. Pe it's the, like the peach. The is that gone? Yeah, the biscuit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Doesn't somebody have prestidigitation? No, no, wait. Like, no, hang on. Prestidigitation uh, won't do it. Well, I, I wasn't there for that, but I believe that, that Xanner once had a cookie. That oh, he, yeah. he got uh, on Agenor's Yaru tower. will go up. Yeah. With a handful <laughs> of berries. <laughs> And hand them to the master. Wait. All right. 
They are, uh, he gets two they berries. Are, are resistance berries. <laughs> oh, I'm puking. Oh. So, so, so when he eats these, he will feel um, he will feel both very warm and very queasy as he has eaten the blue and the green. Uh, resistance berry, so he now has resistance five to po- to cold and poison acid damage. What's the worst thing? What's the worst thing about adventuring with a little puny mouse guy? I, I, what do you mean? What's so bad about what's what's the what is why is it so bad that the adventure with the puny mouse guy while our swashbuckling friend is far from puny he is quite brave we do sometimes have difficulty understanding him it has made for some interesting moments in our adventures i demand to make you make me happy right now okay Piercy will, uh, he has a ability called aerobatics mastery. So Piercy will do some flipping, swipping, thwipping all over the room. He will jump on all of the tiniest knobs and like free solo rock climb up the wall and backflip onto the chandelier, jump onto your head, bounce off of it without hurting you at all. Um, do everything, land and take his tricorn off. Give a huge bow. I thank you. Very fine. Uh, Tell me a funny joke. Okay. Xander. Come on, Xander. (laughs) Xander, you can do it. You've you've got plenty of jokes. Remember your favorite. (laughs) (laughs) The igloo, Xander. Remember the the octopus. Remember the octopus, Uh, Xander. How many tickles does an octopus get? Tentacles. It's <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. a good one. <laughs> <heart. laughs> oh, oh. No. <laughs> yeah. Sing me your favorite song. Piercy? Yeah. Oh, anyone? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think Yaru should sing him a song. Oh, I, I, I've got one. I would walk 500 <laughs> miles. And I would walk 500 more just to be that man who'd walk what? 500 miles? miles to fall down at that? your door. You know the words. Yeah. Join us, join us. I'm actually partial to rap god, but... <laughs> <laughs> Not good enough must be an original song. Original song. <laughs> <laughs> we have to cut that out of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright infringement. <laughs> no, it's a sample. It's fine. It's a parody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do, do we need another song? Is it not it? No, hey, just sing your song, piercing. but two of you at the same time. Piercing. Oh, great. I think there's a bot you need to... Say again? There's a bot you need to deal with. Sorry, I'm at a moment. Um... Any, anyone up for a duet? 
I once saw a king whose name was Feyan. He was the great king of Navarre. We visited him many times and helped him get his throne. He has a faithful guard named Piercy Van Skeetenlever, a great rat swordsman. But we don't say rat. <laughs> oh. We say Yosoki, or else you'll be forbidden. It's more of a, it's more of a song poem, more than <laughs> song, really. But there's a, a, a whole lot of abacab in that one. Free form. <laughs> it's like a Zaxxon haiku, really. <laughs> Fine, I'll let. Fine, I'll let it go down, but you have until tomorrow until I close it down again. We must wait until tomorrow before you close it? Or we have until tomorrow? No, you have until tomorrow. You have... Um, just get... Uh, you, you open it, and then one day I'll close it. Understood. You're very kind. We are very appreciative of your kindness and trust. And then I disappear into the chamber. All right, Tommy All right. Green playing the master. Good job. All right. I was waiting for <clears throat> drinks of Tranya to be delivered. <laughs> he says as a reward immediately, I'm eating pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> Well-earned pretzels. Uh, the master opens up some dials, pulls some levers, and that door I mentioned, he motions through before he fades away, and you guys are able to walk on through. As you walk on through, you approach uh, a, a large room that has machines that are grinding away and pumping away, and they're zapping magical energy. It's a mix between machine and magic, and it's a, a big open room uh, within, within this area. As you make your way through it, you can see <laughs> uh, there uh, are some big... Uh, gears above you that are slowly moving on each other and all of this has this big apparatus of the magical uh, dome that is uh, protecting the city as you get close the master who uh, lets you through and is letting you get through for 24 hours through this barrier has not stopped everything and even though he's disappeared he is somewhat keeping an eye on you somewhere somehow as you approach an ancient old protector of this machine as a large mechanical titan comes out stomping across and stomping and stomping towards the group and is defiant to allow you to pass. It says something, but it does it in this mechanical whiny noise that you've never even heard before. Has a giant metal pick uh, for a weapon, like a miner's pick, but designed as a weapon. And it is a tall titan and comes swinging it down at the group. Uh, and we will stop there for tonight. All right. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you for the heroes with taking on each other's characters. Thank you to our special guest star, Tommy. Uh, very excited, very interesting adventure. And we'll look forward to seeing what happens next time. Good night, Bye, everyone. Bye. Good night. No, thanks.